Welcome to another MCU episode of Gaze My Mom Found. I am Mike Elverton. I don't have any quotes today. Who's with me tonight? <laughs> Michael K. Hughes. You didn't see that coming? And Bill Tucker. Three of us unprepared. <laughs> uh, yes. And Michael, you should introduce this movie because this is actually the whole reason how you ended up doing this MCU thing with me in the first place. Yeah, when uh, you originally pitched that you wanted to do MCU movies, I'm like, well, keep me in mind for Age of Ultron because it was... My favorite MCU movie for a long, long time. So yeah, we are taking a look at the Avengers Age of Ultron. 2015 movie. Yeah, indeed. I'm surprised they didn't call it like Avengers 2 or something, Age of Ultron. This is that this is around that time when a lot of movies drop numbers on sequels. And it, it's something that's continued on into 20 well, I would say into 2020, but what are movies this year? I don't, I don't know. But it, Was it only the Iron Man movies that had numbers? Yes. Oh wow. But also a lot of movies drop. Like there are other like Jurassic World, for example. Jurassic World is not called Jurassic World 2, it's Jurassic World something. Like that's become a normal thing, I feel like, in, in, in sequels of movies. They just they don't give it a number, they just give it a different subtitle. So you don't feel like, oh, I didn't see one, two, or three, so I can't watch four. But if you throw a, a subtitle in it, people are like, Oh, I I'll watch this. Like I <laughs> it had to be the 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 science behind why that changed. Yeah. Yeah, and it makes sense. I mean, didn't Guardians of the Galaxy uh, Guardians of the Galaxy have a two? Yeah. Oh, volume two. Yeah. Oh, volume two. Okay. Yeah. All right. right. Fair enough. Yeah. Volume I forgot two. about that. I tried to forget that movie existed. <laughs> we'll get there. We will get there. We will get there. It's lovely. We'll get there. Yeah. We're, we're almost so, done with phase two. We got this in the next one. Ant Man. Ant Man. Yeah. Which is also, a, I, if I remember correctly, being delightful. But yeah, Age of Ultron, the return of Joss Whedon uh, as director, <laughs> taking the helm again. And um, yeah, this is the tent pole of the of the phase two, I guess. Right. It's this and it's more a soldier, really. But this is like mm-hmm. the big capstone of the phase two, you know, the big transition movie. And um, so when did you guys first did you guys all see this in theaters? Because I did. Oh, yeah. yeah, I did, too. I saw it with my I was supposed to go see my girlfriend at the time, but I think she didn't go with me. And I I, I did see it when it came out. Oh, I yeah, I have it. a I have a movie group that I, I um, watch movies with. And the 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 guy who organizes the group it's like 10 or 12 people he'll buy the tickets for everybody you just gotta let them know you're coming and of course he goes to all the big marvel movies he's a huge marvel guy big star wars guy so he goes to all of them and he always gets opening weekend always and he gets them the second they come out and it's usually like one in the afternoon on a saturday you know and usually he's seen it twice already so he shows up he's already he's gone to the midnight showing he went friday he's gone saturday but this time for age of ultron he got a the only time slot he could get was midnight. Mm. It was like it was like an eleven thirty start time, and I remember being very late. I remember thinking, "Oh God, this movie this is so long." It is the <laughs> longest. It's the longest movie so far in the uh-huh. MCU. Yeah, like, I think only Avengers maybe a minute or two longer, but two hours twenty one minutes according to IMDb. Yeah, and it's it's a it's a long movie, and I remember just walking out of there so tired, two in the morning. <laughs> so I think when I first saw it, I was not in the best mind state of just that kind of exhaustion. Um, God, it is late. I think that might have colored my some of my original opinion. <laughs> but yeah, so that was my first experience with it. Um, what'd you guys think about it uh, today? You know, just quick generalities before we jump into the beat by beat. I want to save mine for the end because I feel like we've been building this up over the course of many episodes. But all my color in my opinion on this movie. I'm just going to say that I was surprised at my opinion. Wow. I was very surprised in my opinion. And I'd like to publicly apologize for to Hawkeye. 
<laughs> very, very sorry for all the mean things I said. He's such a badass in this movie. Because I like you quite a bit. <laughs> he really has the best like costume in, of, of all his costumes throughout the MCU in this movie. Because the closest you're ever going to get to the Hawkeye costume. I don't. I, I just remember him wearing black, you know, and then a flannel shirt There's when he's purple home. in that black. There's a purple stripe that goes down in his long skirt in his outfit he wears in the end of the movie. Okay. Okay. Well, yeah, they all have their fancy outfits in the towards the end, but it's, it's just, uh, yeah, it's I, 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 not to spoil it, I really enjoyed this. Awesome. I think this is really good. <laughs> this is good on a lot of levels. <laughs> not perfect, but it's, it's yeah. It's I no Winter enjoy- Soldier. It's no Guardians. But it, it's 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 definitely the Guardians. I mean, above it's, Thor, it's... and it's definitely definitely above Iron Man three. So yeah, I mean, it's middle of the road in a, in a bunch of really good movies. Again, other than Iron Man three, so being middle of the road of, of very good is oh, yeah. Winter skip. Soldier is is that's I think not untouchable, but that definitely is the best. And this and Guardians are so different in in what purpose and tone and scope you know it's hard to compare the two so i don't know i'd have to give it some thought to be honest with you, you know, i really enjoy this so you don't have to work you don't have to get caught in the rain or anything so this should help this movie step up then <laughs> this is fair this is fair <laughs> so but i've forgotten in that <laughs> in, the, in the last episode I, I started singing the wrong pina colada song i was singing two pina coladas like oh wait the wrong song <laughs> I was I gonna stop it. It. any uh, change you make to that song is probably an improvement so I mean, well it's whatever. like a Garth song that i was confusing uh-huh. with the pina colada song Ah, yes. Ah, yes. Caught in the rain. But yeah, no, uh, I really enjoyed it. And I'm looking forward to kind of going through it and explaining why, because it's a good movie. Sorry, guys. <laughs> we also like this movie starts off with a with a bang is the easiest way to put it. And it has I was as I've, as I've been rewatching all the MCU for this for the show. This is really one of the only times you ever see. Well, it is the only time you ever see this team of Avengers being the Avengers as a team, as a unit, when it opens up and they're attacking Von Strucker's base. Like, you never really get to see that again in the same way you do in this first part. It's really like the only time they're all together and they're not infighting. It seems like, yes. I guess the end of the, the first Avengers, it was like that. But Yeah, but they weren't a cohesive unit yet. They just became yeah. one. But this is them being a unit, being a team, fighting together, and executing a mission. I yeah. love this cold open it's so good it's really great it's it showcases again a lot of the stuff it's it's a reminder of what they can do you know here here's what this person can do here's this person's abilities um yeah as a as a as a ending it shows them being efficient as a team which like you guys said if they're a very efficient group they they can uh read each other's movements you know captain america will throw a shield and someone will do a thing with it and he'll get it back and just lots of teamwork and um they of course had the movie poster shot of all of them leaping over a <laughs> tank or something in the slow-mo which i mean that's hasn't even though it's only five years old it's still that kind of hasn't aged great but um <laughs> it's a very effective reintroduction like let's just get to the let's get to the punching and the smacking and again a lot of punching and smacking against you know, woefully ill-equipped enemies. And for the most part, you're punching and smacking mostly ill-equipped enemies in this movie. But they do it in such a creative, fun, and vibrant way that it's it was very satisfying. It was fun. No, it, it, it's surprisingly, like, the Hydra troops are fun to fight, to see them fight. I'm not going to say fun to fight. And, like, they, they in this early part, like, they find a way to give everybody a little scene. Like, everyone's doing something of this team. And I just, I really like it. Mm-hmm. it yeah. It, that, yeah. That's the start cap of this. On the, uh, cap on the motorcycle is just everything about that. Everything Cap does in this movie is badass. It's so cool. 
and his and his costume is also probably my favorite so far with the, the little with the extra red in the in the center. Mm-hmm. It's the best costume so far because each movie they change it just a little, <laughs> just to sell you more toys. Yeah, yeah. well, you got to do that. Those Funko Pops, Pops. though, and you can't oh. just yeah. See, <laughs> there you go. <laughs> I have oh, uh, the Thor from this movie, Age of Ultron Funko Pop, on sitting not too far from me. Nice. Yeah, very effective. Open, very effective. And uh, we get inside the base where Von Strucker, is that right? I just put him yeah. in, of course, his weird glasses guy. Yeah. Oh. Okay, Baron Von Strucker in the comics, and like for a long time, was somebody who was a Nazi, who was in World War II, who then, you know, when Cap comes back in the 60s, who's now older, he's a big Cap villain. I mean, this is a completely different take on him because he couldn't have been a Nazi because he'd be, you know, not in his 50s. <laughs> yeah, and, he, and I, I, is this the scene where he's kind of like, Doing the classic, no surrender. And then he goes <laughs> to his guard or a general. Okay, we're getting out of here. Like, no, we're surrendering. I surrender. I'm going to surrender. I'm surrendering. It's over. It's, I don't like Strucker. I mean, they, I don't like what they did with him in this movie. Like, they didn't do, I mean, he, they, they wasted the character. Like, you see him in the end, in that cameo shot in the end of Winter Soldier, I think. Yeah, the end credits, right? Maybe one of those movies. I can't. It's been too long. Yeah. And you see him there, and it's like, you think, okay, he's going to be a big bad in something but he's really just he's not i mean he's in the in the first 20 minutes of this movie and then he really doesn't he's gone he's got more screen time as a villain than crossbone does in uh civil war <laughs> wait till <laughs> 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 got opinions for that one too when we get there i don't even know who you're talking about so hey yeah. all right brock so, rumlow from winter soldier the guy that fought falcon when the building's collapsing yeah. oh yeah that guy yeah, yeah, the, yeah. Br- the brisket guy the brisket guy. <laughs> brisket boy. Yes. Okay. I, I do want to comment. I really like the magnetic thing that Cap has now on his gauntlet that brings the shield back to him. I really like that. That's it's cool. a cool improvement. Yeah, very cool. Again, just opens up more possibilities. And again, again, very neat opening scene where you have all these cool ways. And it's very cool how Captain America keeps figuring out new ways to use a very limited tool set. He just has a shield and some jumping powers, but it's always he always has a new inventive way to use them, which is super fun to watch. Oh, and another thing they do in this movie, sorry, Mike, constantly is like dual attacks. Like it's a like it's a video game. They're constantly attacking off each other to hurt other people. Mm-hmm. Like uh, here later on this scene where Thor's like, "Oh, they're lining up," and Cap says, "Oh, well, they're excited." And then <laughs> Thor uses Mjolnir and hits the shield, and it sends out that shockwave. It's so cool. Very good. It's, it's very good. It, it's I, I had forgotten how often they do that in this movie. All the fucking time. Yeah, it's pretty great. Gotta capitalize on that uh, Marvel Ultimate Alliance 2 teamwork fusion thing that everyone knows about, right? I do. I still never <laughs> played that game, but I know exactly really? what you're talking about. Yes, I don't it's, know why. It's I fine. own it. Multiple copies of it. I have never played it yet. Wow. Right, Tune for that one, listeners. Indeed. Yeah, someday, sure. <laughs> Bill, you talk about uh, Cap's limited moveset, but he still manages to do just insane things. Like when he's riding that bike and he just flips off it and throws it into the, what is it, a, a Jeep, I think? Yeah, he, oh, yes. He said everything Cap does in this movie is super badass. It's Indeed. so cool. Yeah, oh. yeah, yes. I'm glad you brought that up because that was an extremely cool thing. Even I kind of went, ooh. Oh, wow, <laughs> one, okay. One thing we have to mention before we get too far, which plays an entire part of like why this movie is kind of the way it is, is Man of Steel came out in 2013, and a lot of people bitched in, about Man of Steel where he, he doesn't care, no one's getting rescued, everybody's just dying in these buildings, and he, he's a terrible person. <laughs> and 
if you look at like BVS and you look at this movie, they are constantly saving civilians. Like, oh, we gotta have scenes of people, civilians being saved all the time. And it's because of all the Man of Steel hatred that came out after that movie came out in 2013. Was that really a, a reason I'm for pretty sure that's saving? a real okay. thing. I, I don't think I'm making this up or like buying any rumors. I, I, I do feel like it. there was so much hatred that came out of that that they kind of put that in movies. Like in BVS, there's a line where all oh, the city's empty in that area. So Doomsday, like I, I'm pretty sure it's a real thing. And it wasn't just me making this up. Interesting. It fits well, the like tone it. of this movie, too, because you're always talking about uh, how the Avengers are more trouble than they're worth. But it shows them going out of their way to actually do their jobs, too. Right. And do the right thing, so to speak. Yeah. And Man of Steel's garbage. It's for yes. exactly that reason. <laughs> so, I mean, it's, it's a, no one. The people aren't wrong. So it's interesting that they took cues from that and said, ooh, we should probably insert a little more. Um, gallantry, you know, and, and saving the day sort of thing. And it make, makes, meets with the theme, like you said, the fact that, you know, at some point here, they're, they're more trouble than they're worth, right? And um, it meets, meets very well with the themes. It's, yeah, pulled off well. I fell asleep yeah. during Man of Steel. How? It's so noisy. It's constantly <laughs> making noise. So it's a I kid's cartoon. At, I think it was at a drive-in. It was the second movie. So by then, oh, I was... <laughs> oh, oh, by then, it would have been four hours past your bedtime. So, of course. Yeah. Oh, this was years ago before I worked oh, for okay. a shift. Never mind, then. Gotcha. gotcha. <laughs> That's funny. Yeah, I mean, it's... Yeah, that movie is so loud. I don't <laughs> could snooze through it, but... Yeah, happens. White noise. And now that we watched all these movies consecutively, which I, I think also gives us a like one thing fun about this project, gives us a different take on these movies. Like when you bring when the Iron Legion gets sent in, all oh, Iron Man's little robots, like I'm like, oh, okay, I under it makes more sense to me because I've just seen Iron Man three like two months ago. So I'm like, okay, or maybe a month ago, I can't remember, but it, it makes sense. Like, okay, I'm like, this is okay now because you see the evolution of what he was doing, and I remember where when I saw Age of Ultron, I didn't remember ever what happened in twenty twelve. 20 yeah i just like i was like i had no recollection of iron man 3 so i didn't realize right. how this was continuing that saga you're probably just trying to block out that movie i did i hate it possibly <laughs> very possibly I hate it the first time i saw it that's yeah, cool the iron legion's pretty good obviously it's um i do like the fact that no one really wants them there they're all <laughs> yeah, throwing they stuff throw at them they're throwing acid at them and like melting their faces and it's Why, very interesting yeah what's that where's the acid come from i was very confused i was like what did he throw on him it was like an acid of some sort. I don't know. I think you're right, though, because it, it does melt him. Yeah, it melts his face. I don't know. Robot juice. I have no idea. But it, again, it was kind of cool. It was like, again, the first sign of maybe the Avengers aren't universally loved. You know, this peacekeeping, quote unquote, group who really is single mindedly going after, you know, Hydra, right? And trying to find Loki's scepter. Not everyone's a big fan. And I can see that being really a thing. You know, especially in our current climate, you know, we're recording this in July. I actually want to say a quick hi to Future Bill in probably November. I don't know when this is going to air. Hey, Future Bill, are you still alive? I'm just curious because (laughs) as the world completely evolved into Civil War, because I don't know. I'm just curious. I want to look back on this in six months and be like, oh, yeah, simpler times. I remember. I remember (laughs) when it was just worrying about going out. But anyway. It was interesting. I like that. I like that little piece of it. Civil Wars in Phase 3. We'll get there. Yes. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Hopefully it's not too timely. <laughs> oh, jeez. Anyway, let's bring it back right to the now. fun stuff. I, I kind of <laughs> wonder if they wanted this to be like Latveria instead of Sokovia. Because like the troop, the, the, what's the word? The citizens, I guess, of Latveria, they, they actually look up to Doom. He's actually a decent leader. So it would make sense that those people wouldn't want the Avengers there, because like, hey, we got someone that takes care of us. We don't need you. But also, of course, December. We to answer your question. 
Oh. Wait, sorry. Say again. December is probably when this will be up. Okay, great. Yeah. Sorry, Hi, Mike. future Bill. Sorry. Nice to, hope sorry. you're doing well. What hope you were you're getting some sleep, future Bill. <laughs> Uh, that's about the end of it. Just we know that Fox has all the Fantastic Four stuff at the time. Yeah, which so. I, I I agree with you. I didn't think about that when we were talking when when I was watching this, but that would make so much sense and also would lead into bringing Doom into the MCU because you have like this fake country Sokolavia, which it feels like just a some Russian Eastern country of the Soviet yeah. Union at one time. Yeah, yeah fake where, country. What country? Or what uh, continent is it supposed to be in? Do they ever say? Says. No, hmm. they don't say. But they do get to Korea pretty easily at one point. I'm going to assume Asia just based on the dialect and the way people like the like the terrible accent that Elizabeth Olsen has in this movie for the first part. <laughs> yeah. And the, and the fact that we already know, thanks to the Hawkeye comic, that if you're a Russian and you're wearing a tracksuit, you, you got to be Russian. Oh, dear That's God. True. That's true. It's no one true. will hear that. It no, no one will hear that. Thank God. That was bad. <laughs> yeah, I wonder if it's supposed to be like some kind of subset of, of Germany or something. Because like... It would make sense to have Hydra troops kind of staying close to Germany. So I assume that's where Red Skull was uh, situated mm. in his Hydra days. Yeah, possibly. Yeah, I don't know. It, it could be. I'm assuming yeah, it's somewhere in that Eastern Bloc, you know, that kind of Yugoslavia-ish area, you know, Czechoslovakia type of place. My assumption, but it's a place in some mountains. Uh, Central, South, Eastern Europe, bordered by... Slovakia and the and the Czech Republic, supposedly. Ah, see, Czech Republic, boom. You know, so, yeah, nailed it. <laughs> I just Go found ahead. it while you were looking. Why I found the wiki where it says where it exists. Cool, good deal. So I mean, so now we're getting to the point where we we get introduced to Scarlet Witch, and I kept calling him Flash Kid. I could not remember <laughs> his name, and I don't think they say his name at all in this. No, movie. they never. Oh, no, they, they never call him Quicksilver. They don't call him Quicksilver. Okay, they weren't allowed so. to. Is I'm this another sure. one of those goofy Fox WB whoever yeah, okay. owns the uh, rights? Let me uh, God, <laughs> get it together. Yeah, break some the knowledge out on this, Mike. I think I said this a little bit, Guardians. But I'm going to say it here again because it's more important. Here is that jo- the only reason jo- Scarlett Johansson or not Scarlett, the only reason why Scarlet Witch and Quicksilver are even in this movie is because when Josh Whedon was a kid and he read the Avenger comics. Quicksilver and Scarlet Witch were Avengers. That happens in Avengers 16, by the way, in the in the 60s. And so he's like, if I'm making a second movie, I have to have my Avenger team I remember as a kid. So he got they got permission from Fox to use Quicksilver and Scarlet Witch. I forget what the what the deal was, but there was some they had to trade something off for it. But they got they got permission to use those characters. And you know, as, as you see as time goes on, X-Men stuck kept with kept Quicksilver and doesn't really do anything with Witch. And that's why MCU does stuff with Witch because the reason as the movie progresses, the way it ends is because Fox changed their deal and said, no, 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 you're not. We're using Quicksilver. You can't use them, too. We don't want to confuse the audiences that both people who played in the movie Kick-Ass are both playing Quicksilver characters. No, 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 no. But this is so insane because it's stupid as hell. I, it's insane. Like, you can't no take backs when like it's like a playground, <laughs> like trading baseball cards. Like, I got three Babe Ruths and a Dojo DiMaggio. Can I have two of your? x-men characters i did so they never refer to them as scarlet witch or or quicksilver again i, I can't they call uh, her a witch yeah, yeah they never actually call her scarlet witch it's always wow. just wanda. so it's just wanda i kept writing down wanda i knew it was scarlet witch i could not remember i'm like this is quicksilver it's not silver surfer he has to say surfboard no it's quick <laughs> yes. oh okay. different character oh different character yeah, but, we'll uh, there too. <laughs> they don't own him either at this point yeah all right all right well there's no reason to, because <laughs> we all know how this movie ends. And if you don't watch it and then come back, but yeah, the we gotta um, we, yeah we gotta right. acknowledge the running joke here too. The the uh, the language 
Because I think the first spoken line in the movie is Tony swearing. Yes. It's, and then Cap calls him out on it. Language. Language. Yeah. I, I laughed my ass off when I saw this movie in theaters, and now I'm just like, eh. I la- like the jokes landed for me way more than they did at Avengers. Like, it felt like they weren't trying as hard as they were in Avengers, like just enough. Yep. They're definitely trying right. hard. I got to yeah. say this. I enjoyed this more than the first Avengers in this recent watch. <laughs> awesome. I can't I, say I enjoyed it more, but I would enjoy it on a different level and different I way. I enjoyed it in a different way. First time, so I don't know what was wrong with me that day. I don't know. Okay. <laughs> well, Joss <laughs> Wheaton really dials down the Wheatonness of this yeah. movie. Like there's less Wheaton in it. And like you said, um, like you said, Michael, it's much it's much better integrated into the script and into the story, into the personalities. The personalities of these characters are pretty well set, you know, at this point, for the most part. We spend a lot of time developing other um, characters, but it's, yeah, it's it's definitely just woven into it better. And we'll we'll point out those those moments as we go through. But, yeah, I, I imagine as soon as he, you know, he, he starts flying, he goes, I forget what the line was, but he says shit. And yeah, I think he runs I, into the, the force field. Yeah, he goes, oh, shit. And then all I imagine was like a group of parents with their with their eight year olds <gasps> next to him. Immediately going <laughs> and like <laughs> covering their ears, <laughs> and then checking their phones real quick. Is this PG? Like PG? Was this? This is an R-rated movie, is it? You know. So yeah, um, but it's stupid. Ah, I mean, it's fine. It's an attention getter. Yeah, and you figure at this point, like, you, it's more believable because they've been a team for however long. So I guess they would have that familiarity factor. I think it's been, it's been at least a few years. That they that if from between Avengers and Age of Ultron, like even in their world, it's been a few years. Like they make a line early in this movie how they've been raiding different places, yep. and they're finally finding the staff. And the staff, for those that don't know, the staff is is taken away in the end of Avengers when they give it to Shield. Well, Shield is Hydra, so it disappears, and they don't figure that out until after Winter Soldier. Right, and they're just getting the staff back. Yeah, they they make it very clear they've been doing this for a while now. Oh, so what did you think about when poor Hawkeye gets shot? When Quicksilver <laughs> first shows up and they almost kill him. I didn't like him yet, so I was like, all right, it's fine. I figured. I I, okay. I forgotten how much they foreshadow his death in this movie. Oh, man, oh. it's so hammered in. Like, it I have really multiple is. notes about it. it. It really is. I Yeah, again, this is a second watching kind of thing, obviously. But, yeah, him getting tagged and then, of course, Hawkeye going down. Yeah, it's a neat moment. It's cool to see. It was cool to see, again, what these two new characters can do. And you have to, again, as a movie. You introduce them. They're the twins. They're the prize possessions, and um, it's cool. I like I like a fast guy doing fast things. So <laughs> I, I'm into that. He's cool. It's it's again kind of limited limited move set. You know, he just moves fast, and um, I, there was one moment where he well in this moment he catches the arrow right. Like Hawkeye shoots the arrow at the tank, and there's no explosion. And he goes what? And he goes to do it again, and and of course he uh, gets tagged. So it's pretty good. Pretty good. Yeah. And then Scarlet, which of course is going around. Is this the point where she's going around? Uh, giving everybody the not vision? Yet. Not yet, no, right? No. Okay. No, she this doesn't do just... anything until Cap catches up with Strucker. Yeah, no, they he gets Strucker, you have they get the shield down. And then before all the stuff with Witch shows up, you have the first time you see the lullaby, which plays a part in this movie constant a couple times. The lullaby, I, I like it. For those that don't know what the hell I'm talking about, is because Hulk's been Hulk for a while and they found a way to tune down turn tune tune turn i don't they found a way to bring hulk out of where he is and what they do is charles johansson black widow will say hey it's time for a lullaby and like she'll touch his hand a certain way and calm him down and he'll go back to being bruce banner 
And I love that idea that you have a way now that you can control the Hulk so he can be a force of nature, but you also have control of that force of nature. And you aren't just subject to rage and without any type of control. And it, it's interesting. Like, it, it's a very cool take and also really does show how they've been a team for so long. Yeah, and it kind of... It's the first hint of uh, Bruce and Natasha's relationship, too. <laughs> okay, so I, I need to... <laughs> I need to hear somebody's opinion on that real fast. It's yeah. fine. Where did it come from? <laughs> <laughs> I knew it. I was watching this movie and I'm like, Bill's not going to like that. Oh, where did it come from? Hello. She's well, always I mean... being real flirty at the party, which again, we'll get to. And, you know, she's and even when she's doing the lullaby, she kind of like rubs his her finger against his giant green hand. And I'm like, hey, 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 hey. I mean, I don't know if that's going to get him less excited or more excited. I don't think that's going to work there, Sunshine. You might want to just keep the singing. Yeah, what? Where did that Maybe come from? I just I just chalked it up to more of it's. they've been a team for a long time. So I guess someone would develop feelings over the course of however long. I don't yeah. know. It felt less stupid than Thor and... Oh, no. Thor and Padme and the first Thor movie. Nothing's that dumb. Hey, nothing's that stupid. But, that's all yeah, I can I, think of. Was Padme? I'm like, oh, Bill ain't gonna like this. <laughs> no, no, no. I, it just came from nowhere, and I, I didn't. It didn't make any sense. Every time it was mentioned, it's always read to me as like, why? I didn't. Again, we got to see these things develop. But yeah, that's a that is definitely a check mark against. Yeah, movie. like it definitely felt like they could have removed all of those scenes with just them two, and it would have been fine. Like it doesn't really add anything to to the overall plot, other than Hulk leaving it the end of the movie it's it's all foreshadowing to make that a harder moment just like the hawkeye thing where hawkeye is getting shot and getting beat up and almost dying and talking about how he's gonna go fix the house later when he gets home and like all that is just foreshadowing his eventual death that spoiler alert doesn't happen Mm -hmm. right 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 yeah Uh, and we'll get to all that stuff later um especially as this kind of develops and, and the payoff for both which the Hulk payoff isn't enough for me to warrant the completely out of nowhere development of this um, relationship that he doesn't even seem like he wants. No. That he's extremely reluctant. Like, again, the big theme of this is Hulk. And I will get to it. I'll, I'll, uh, I'll get there when we get there when it comes to, like, Hulk and his theme and his arc and all that. So I guess it really doesn't pay off until Ragnarok, does it? Not no. really. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Wow. I hadn't really given it much thought. Yeah, like it's years before things, questions get answered from this movie and from Dark World. Yeah. So how how much does Universal still have of Hulk at this point? Have they completely lost everything? Nope. There's a reason we don't get a Hulk movie. They still own distribution or something, right? So they so Disney will not do anything ever solo Hulk movie. So I w- <laughs> wondered. I wonder if that's why they just like completely don't mention Betty. If that's still something Universal has their hands on. Maybe. I, I don't know the, the logistics with that, but I do know that the reason we never got a solo movie is because they still own part. They have some owners, co-ownership of it, so they just stay. So they're like, ah, fuck you. We're not we're not going to work with you ever again. Yeah, that's that, that's fine. <laughs> I thought you my, Mike, I thought you were going to say that. Well, Universal still owns his green shorts, his left foot and like <laughs> half his hair. So, I mean, unless you want to make a movie like that, I don't know what to tell you. Um, so. I do like the way Scarlet Witch first shows up in this movie. Like, because we were talking about before is when they finally is when they all start going inside to the castle where Strucker is. This is when Witch shows up or Scarlet Witch and she starts doing her magic thingy. Oh, and yeah, yeah. Using them all. And they all they all get their first little visions that that we get. Well, it's Mainly, just Tony, right? It's, it's just yeah. Tony. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah, uh, is this where Cap confronts Strucker and then Witch kind of saves them? Yes. 
Yeah, can then the door all of a sudden like time speeds up, the door closes, yeah. and it's like, like a weird like a Japanese horror villain where she just backs up and the door closes, like, which is great, creepy. Yep, good stuff. There's yeah, some... out of place too. I was like, whoa, okay. Yeah, there's a lot of creep factors in this movie. For, for those that is. don't know, her powers aren't really defined in the comics because they don't know what to say with her powers, so they just. It's just kind of like she just has powers and they just it, it's used like there's a, there's a comic book where she gets upset and says no more mutants and all the mutants uh-huh. disappear. like yeah. they don't also, understand her power. So she's kind of like a kind of like a not not um, comic book Joker, but like a Joker in a, in a deck of cards like he's she can just you throw her in if you need something to happen. Yeah. That moves the story along. Yeah, right. I think like the base of her power is reality warping and then they just kind of turn that into whatever they need for the plot. Yeah, they don't really. She's just one of those characters. Like that's why you don't see her in very much stuff of like of other materials. They don't know what to do with her. Yeah, that's fine. Again, she's she doesn't play a, a well. She plays a pretty big role towards the end of this film, obviously. Um, but going forward, it's a very basic her and the connection with her brother. It's a brother sister relationship. Yeah, makes sense. Very basic kind of thing that works to just get them in, get you caring about them a little bit. Not that much, honestly, but a little bit. As we kind of move forward with all the bigger stuff, this kind of movie again, it's it's a bridge movie. Like again, this is a big linking. Uh-huh. Movie. It's this is it has to do a lot of stuff like the original Avengers. It's got to do a lot of things. We got to set up new characters. We got to introduce new characters. We got to develop the existing characters. We have to like build the team, and we have to make it a standalone film that makes sense on its own. It's got a lot of work to do, and it does most of it pretty well. And as a bridge movie, I think it's actually pretty great. So it's a challenging film to do, which I th- probably why a lot of people didn't like it, including myself when it first came out, is because it is so it is rushed, right? There's a lot of things going on. There's also st- a yeah. three hour cut of this movie or more, I think. Yeah, I can huh. imagine. I'm sure. I don't it know is. if it ever came out in the wild, but there, if I remember correctly, the original runtime before they, you know, cut it up was like over was over three hours. Wow. Yeah, you couldn't do that in this in that in this era. I'd watch it now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'd watch it now on Disney Plus. <laughs> yeah, we've been conditioned with a we've been conditioned with Infinity War and Endgame at this point. We so are three so ready. hours seems like nothing. Exactly <laughs> right. That and that is also some time and place too. In my second viewing of this, is that yeah, in the, you know, five years ago this was a long ass movie, right? And there's some you know the middle of this movie is long, like it's a lot of time spent on the farm. It feels like. And now we're yeah. now we're conditioned to three and a half hour long, you know, MCU movies. This is nothing. This is like this is a snack. So and it's pretty well paced for what it is. But just to get back to the to the outline, uh, yeah. So she she I guess she saves. She doesn't save Strucker, does she? I forget. She, kind of. Yeah. Like, kind of. She keeps Cap from hitting him, and then she leaves, and then he hits him anyway. Yeah. Strucker's like, you got to be faster than that. He just kicks up the shield and tosses it at him. Yeah. Exactly. That's right. And uh, the visions of Tony, that Tony vision of the space monsters from the first adventures and space the space slugs. I wasn't going to say it again. I, I, <laughs> I say stupid things once. I try to at least. And then we bring it up uh, again because that's, that's the show. fine. You can say space slugs. I don't mind. <laughs> You're on the it's, wrong show if you don't like running jokes. <laughs> this is true. I know. I don't know. Why I'm trying to avoid this either. Just embrace yeah. it. So the space <laughs> slugs uh, is really very cool. Um he sees all of his um, compatriots battered and bloodied, and it's very interesting how he reacts, especially to Cap, because he, of course, is the one that he has the least in common with as far as his ideology goes. And have him really kind of be very teary about this, 
And I don't know if that's just a a byproduct of the mind thing or anything else, but to have him see this and be affected by it is very cool, very grim, um, kind of grim vision. And as a viewer, you don't know, is this a vision of the future? Like, are we, is this what we're going to see at some point? In the future, and also for like what they what also what he's seen in that vision besides all the Avengers being killed as he sees the portal to Earth and it's you know the Thanos attacking is what is a vision too yeah right see more of the the Shatari coming in yep nah, fuck the Shatari yep, yep. <laughs> yeah well I just don't like them I mean there's so many great monster races and things in in the MCU and they they went with the Shatari yeah yeah well like we discussed in Avengers like they didn't right. have access to most of them <laughs> it still bugs me. It's a powerful scene, though. Like, yeah, what Cap's last line to him as he dies is, why didn't you do more? And that basically sets off the plot for the rest of the movie is Tony basically. trying to do more to, to prevent anything like this from happening. Or but, prevent the need for the Avengers to actually exist. Right, yeah. We mentioned running jokes, and I uh, have to bring this up. How did the space slug get here from New York? Like, how did no one notice them transporting here's, this giant ass thing here's my opinion <laughs> hydra was shield so shield would have came in and just uh, took that's how uh, i buy it i mean that's they what broke I'm it up go. they broke it up into pieces and they you know brought it over <laughs> the course of years and they reassembled it like a dinosaur of course it was looked like a dinosaur it was framed like it you know hanging from the ceiling i just figured I the, the space leg was Panhandling to uh, get money to travel. <laughs> you just wanted to make that dumb joke. <laughs> I took some cues from Bruce Banner in Guatemala, where he was. Yeah, it's a fair question though, because that's a long it's... way. That's like across the ocean. It is across the ocean. Yeah, I, that's a very good question. And just movie, movie had to do movie. So um, I guess yeah. I did want to make that joke though. No, that's good. That's <laughs> that doesn't bother me. It, that that may I I was able to buy this one a lot better than the other thing that I make fun of every movie. <laughs> Uh-huh. So does Scarlet Witch end up with Loki's scepter? Is that? Uh, uh, no, Iron Man takes the yeah. scepter and they oh, take it right. back. Okay, thank you. You have, the, you have the you have the small moment where they're in the Quinjet and then they go to Avengers Tower uh, that yes. you see in the first movie where it was Tony's Tower. But we but get our title. That, yeah, we, we get, get the title, title card. card. Yeah. yeah, we get it early. Yeah. After this, Tony snaps out of the vision and boom, title card. Which I I like it that we get it early in this movie because it fits the movie too in a way because. I mean, yes, you know who these characters are, but still, it, it, it's kind of weird when you get your title card at the end of the movie. Yeah, I mean, it, it kind of set it up the same way as Avengers, where we get the basis for the rest of the plot, and then the title card, and then the movie officially kicks off. And it's when they get to the tower, and they're all getting out of the Quinjet, and you have Maria Hill, or, sorry, Robin, Robin Sparkle shows up. <laughs> and if I remember correctly, because Helen Cho is the is the Asian scientist that's in this that saves Hawkeye, you know, because we've got to save Hawkeye. <laughs> partial death in this movie which again is foreshadowing that they're that they can make flesh spoiler alert yeah. mm-hmm. and if i remember correctly the only reason why Hel- helen show is in this movie and they have that whole all the stuff that involves korea at one point is because they were trying to appeal to china to get money hmm. interesting if yeah this I is remember. the first time we've seen cho right yes she yes. hasn't been in any other movie since either oh yeah her nephew is Amad- or nephew or son is Amadeus Cho, oh. who, is, who is a Hulk in the comics at one point. Yeah. Totally awesome Hulk is what they call him. Cool. Okay. I don't know this, if that's where they were headed or what they were doing, but yeah, that's what is a reference to, at least. This, this so, is also, oh, sorry, just one, one quick thing. This is also the scene where we have our obligatory sponsored by Beats moment when uh, oh, yeah. 
diegetic opera music. Yeah, with the when Banner's listening to his opera music to chill out, and of course it lingers oh. for about five seconds on that Beats logo. I'm like, <laughs> there's really? also a, a, a Gillette shaving cream at one point in this movie too. Mm. Is yeah. there? Oh, I didn't yep. catch that. It's only for a second, but I I bought enough Gillette and looked at enough Gillette. I'm like, that's <laughs> Gillette. I'm like, you assholes. Like, yeah, you can you can. It's 100. percent I haven't shaved in six years, so I wouldn't know. That's all too. Cool. Okay. Did you guys notice the uh, Jarvis is my co-pilot bumper sticker in the Quinjet? Yes, very funny. Yeah. And I saw in your notes, uh, I saw in your notes, Mike, that there was the, the Quinjet. That's what that is, huh? That's a... Yes, this is the first time you see a Quinjet, I think. Okay. Is that what they're in when Thor takes Loki out in Avengers? Oh, the Quinjets are owned by Tony. I feel like that was a S.H.I.E.L.D. ship. Maybe it was a Quinjet, but this is definitely a Quinjet. Yeah, because shield still would have been a, a thing then. Yeah, so this is I think this is the first time you see a Quinjet because when I'm looking at it right now, it's a little different than what they might have had then. Gotcha. I can't remember. It's been, you know, a long a while. And then you have the you know, most important scene, them healing Hawkeye. Oof. <laughs> and I for and this is when you also get the first scene where they, they start dissecting the staff because they only have a couple days before Thor is gonna take the staff to Asgard. So they start analyzing it and trying to figure out and then they find this computer not AI, but they find something inside the mind stone which ends up becoming ultron and they're like we should call it this and we should do this and uh what do you guys think about that part uh it's, it's... okay that's a good opinion <laughs> <laughs> yeah. you don't need to say anymore yeah like they definitely touched that ultron has been an idea that tony and bruce have been bouncing around a while and this just seems like a convenient plot point to uh make it happen i guess yeah, it just seems very almost mad sciencey, which actually Tony refer- mm-hmm. refers to. He's kind of like we're all mad scientists, like we're nuts. This is what we do. They like, stop, stop trying to be this good guy all the time. And I'm not sure if that's in this moment or later on, but the idea that this, that this, the see, I actually like the idea of Infinity Stone just being this magic force that we don't quite understand. Having Same. it like turned into a oh, it's a computer program that we can just ingest into things. Seems convenient, like you said, for this movie. But again, I think this movie is more about themes and moving things along and, and again, creating this bridge for the rest of the MCU and for Phase 3. So, um, eh, I, it's fine. I just don't... I, I definitely, like I said, enjoyed the idea of Infinity Stone being this magical, mystical thing that nobody gets, but we know what it does. Yeah. I mean, being the Mind Stone, it kind of makes sense. It would have a mind of its own somewhere in there. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's not bad. It's not. This is not a bad thing, but... Having it be something that you can just plug into your plug into your desktop with a USB is kind of like eh. I know I know that's not it's not what the point is. I'm being reductive, but um, okay, that's what we do here. Yeah, <laughs> reduce everything to nonsense. Yes, okay, yeah, my the mom, idea mom. of a, a true AI <laughs> and and it's again it's clear that he's had this idea of an Ultron, you know, like baking in the back of his brain, which I can see, you know, as a genius, I'm sure he always has ideas, and I I think he in his heart, likes the idea of not doing this anymore. Like, the best way to defend against the... The best way to defend against the evils of the world and evils of the universe now, as he puts it later on when we talk to Cap, is we gotta build something that's... We gotta build this... We gotta build the net of protection. We can't be the reactive protection. We can't be reactive anymore. We need to be proactive. And kind of like what Loki says, you know, in the beginning of Thor... Saying we gotta create something that's going to defend us that's not us. Because we can't keep doing this. We can't keep fighting these escalating 
things, right? We're fighting dudes with laser beams. That's no big deal. That's just chaff. <laughs> but if space slugs come back, we almost lost. <laughs> we almost lost to space slugs. And I saw what was out there. And none of you else you did except Thor. This ain't going to cut it. So it's interesting. It's a very interesting, again, battle of ideologies that we're going to see uh, very soon. Mm-hmm. And of course, he convinces Banner because Banner is Banner. He's still kind of this meek guy who's just going to roll with. He's intelligent, but he's going to he's going to roll with science most of the time. He's also kind of submissive in a way to Tony at first. They're kind of like is that the right word. A, yeah. Yeah. Well, Tony's a dominant figure. Right. And Tony is a dominant, charismatic character. Banner isn't. He's just a genius who, who knows stuff. Um, so I could definitely see Banner just kind of bending to Tony's will just based on Tony's force of personality and how he can just not manipulate. I don't see it as manipulation. Just convince. Like, this is what we got to do. Come along or not. And of course, and also he appeals to Banner's intelligence by saying, you're, you're the only person who knows neural something, science word. You, you, I need you to do this. Um, and again, appealing to his intelligence and to the thing he holds on but to. It was but, smart, peel, smart people doing smart stuff. It felt like, though, in a sense, when they're putting together the plan. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was. It was. It's, it's again, yeah, they're in the laboratory making things happen. And again, not, not quite. Again, we don't have time in this movie to really have the fun no. montage of building things. We, we oh, don't have time for that. And to answer my earlier comment, the original cut was three and a half hours long. Oh. And this movie is one minute shorter than Avengers. Yeah, <laughs> there's no way. And OK, I, I retract my my statement if I want to see a three and a half hour movie of this. Yeah, I never advocate for movies to be longer. I'd like to see more of this. Maybe take that move, take that extra movie and make like a smaller, like, you know, miniseries out of it or something. I don't know. It, it Man, is interesting. Three and a half hours is long. <laughs> oh, boy. When Ultron starts to, like, take consciousness after the kind that you have Ultron and Jarvis. And this is also when you have Ultron being like, well, and he starts going through video footage, which is kind of cool, where he's looking at, like, he's looking at this, and he's looking at that, and he's seeing what humans do, and he's like, hey, I'm supposed to be a peacekeeper. I'm supposed to save the mm-hmm. race and save this. Well, Oh, these people are crazy. Let's just we should kill them and start over. Yeah. Like it, it's I like how he gets that idea from here in the comics. Ultron is a product of Hank Pym's mind and Hank Pym is a abusive asshole and crazy. So it plays a part where Ultron comes from in the comics. And here is just he sees what the human race has become and he doesn't like it. And he sees what the Avengers have become. And he's looking at, well, since the Avengers are here, these things are going to happen. So it's the Avengers fault that this happened yeah. in a way. Yeah. Like the only way to create peace is to prevent war. <laughs> the only way to do that is to uh, eliminate the the problem. Yeah, which you quickly sees based on the footage he's looking at. And why I love this because the idea of an AI being smart enough to realize that we're really the problem, because <laughs> we are as a human race, we are the problem. Like we're we're not the best solution for all this. And realizing it within ten five seconds is very scary. And I think is very real kind of a threat, you know, as we get close to that kind of sentience. It's a very science fiction-y idea, which, again, I really dig. Um, I like this quite a bit. I like this a lot. I like that idea Jarvis going, hey, hey, you might want to slow down a bit. And him, him real, so Ultron realizing, here's my mission. Keep peace. Wow, look at all these pictures of human beings destroy themselves. That's the problem. Let's get rid of them. And from a very programmatic way, saying, okay. This is my mission and not being emotionally attached to it really until kind of the end, which doesn't really make sense actually given what Ultron is. But right here at this moment, like, you made me to fix the problem. You're the problem. So yeah. I'm going to fix the problem. 
and that's what you designed me to do and not real and have complete agency over that. Because again, that's what Tony Stark is saying. He wants to build something that senses the problem. Oh, space slugs are coming out of the sky. Let me just take <laughs> care of that for you. Let me just take care of that uh, along with my drones. And the Avengers can sit and hang out and, and, and not do this anymore, even though Tony forgets the fact that that's what the Avengers, who they are. Like, you can't tell Captain America to sit around and, and play with his baseball cards. Like, you can't do that. It's not going to happen. Yeah. Which Ultron so, throws in his face later on. Yeah, exactly. And <laughs> But this opening moment is very scary. The idea of this AI being in the internet, being everywhere, attacking everything, finding everything, learning constantly. Oh, boy. This is a worthy <laughs> adversary who has a single-minded mission. It's obviously not as good as this, but... It kind of sort of reminds me of No Country for Old Men, which I think is a top 50 movie ever made. And the the Anton character, the, the villain, has a single-minded morality, which if you've ever read any of the uh, source material, the name is escaping me. If you ever reach any, read any of the source material, like Blood Meridian, of that, um, at, that, that writer, it's all about morality, right? He has a space morality. This is what his mission is. And it doesn't matter who you are or what you are. If you're in the way, you're going down. And that's his single-minded morality. And that's what I like about Ultron. It's a mechanical computer. This is my mission. How do I accomplish this mission? What's the most efficient way to do it? I'm not going to save you, taught terrible people. And if you notice, when he's going through the images of destruction and death and pain, he the last one he sees is Tony Stark launching Patriot missiles, or whatever his missiles oh. were called, at the very beginning of Iron Jericho. Man. Jericho yeah, missiles, thank Jericho. you. At the very beginning of... Um, yeah, of, of Iron Man, him launching Jericho missiles like a like a pompous idiot. <laughs> and it is it is great. And he goes, Yeah, you made me to destroy you. Okay. <laughs> and may I say James Spader is fantastic in this. I love Ultron as a villain, to be perfectly honest. I mm-hmm. and I remember first time around too, really liking him, thinking he was the best part. James Spader is great. It's it's <laughs> a, he's he's excellent and a, a very different type of villain than we've seen so far in the MCU. I think that's another problem people had with this movie is Ultron in the comics is very mechanical and methodical. He doesn't have this kind of personality that they've given him. He doesn't have a Joss Whedon personality that they gave him in the movie. <laughs> so I think people felt like he kind of tarnished the name of Ultron from the comics. That is a quick question because like where did that personality come from? But then again, you could see him being built by a Tony Stark. Mm-hmm. So you could see some of that like that kind of cocksure devil may care and <laughs> almost jokey and again i could see where people would say well where'd that come from yeah. but it was so refreshing to see a villain not enjoy his work but accept his work right yeah. almost in the way that almost in the way that uh, what's going on where's my brain today almost kind of like <laughs> thanos where thanos doesn't want to do what he's doing but he knows he has to because this is what he thinks that's his morality it's a single-minded if we get rid of half the people, we can feed everybody else. Everybody else will, will, will die. You know, everybody else will live a better life if we can randomly destroy half the people in the world. And randomly. No, let's leave it up to luck, right, to, to create a better world for everybody. And I really don't want to do this, but this is my mission and I'm going to do it. And the author of, of No Country for Old Men and Blood Meridian, Cormac McCarthy. I can't believe I forgot that. He's my <laughs> favorite authors. It's all about morality. And it's very, very interesting and good. And he's actually kind of fun. He's a fun villain because, mm-hmm. yeah, he goes, oh, God, you're going to get in my way again. Fine. Why don't you just let me do what I got to do? I'm going to do it. So just let me do it. Yeah, he's, he's, definitely got, he's got shades of Tony in there, which we even see in a later scene when he recites one of Tony's apparently popular quotes to, uh, to Claw. 
I like that one. Right, right. I don't remember I don't the quote, but I like what happened. Yeah. Says, Wait, uh, yeah. Give, your, really... give your uh, give your friends money and your enemies money, and wait around to see which one's which. Something like yeah. that. Yeah, no, yeah. that's right. Oh, is that his name, Claw, the the Australian dude? Yeah, Ulysses. Oh, see, Claw. I didn't. I, oh, yeah, because that's right. He did have a uh, a Final Fantasy VI kind of Claw thing going on. <laughs> yeah, Sabin, Sabin Claw. Okay, yeah, okay. I just didn't miss, didn't catch that. We'll get that. Yeah. He, he's another villain from the comics. Okay, I didn't even know. I just yeah, thought he was a dude. By the way, yeah, first in the. Uh, no, he's a lot. I have his first appearance in, co- in the comic book. Okay, oh, so okay. a couple quick things to mention. Like, we kind of, like, you have Ultron, he goes over his plan. You have Ultron waking up, which I like all that, where he starts to get consciousness before, you know, everything starts really getting into play and, and the character really does grow. I mean, and you are right. Like, James Spader's voice is, is good. Like, I, he does a good job, and they did a good job. of ch- Like, it feels very robotic, too, at times. I know part of that must be synthesizing or something. Mm-hmm. Where they just change it a little bit. But it's good. And then you have the party scene. And... I don't know how to feel about this part. Like it, it it's it's kind of like that calm before the storm moment before everything before shit hits the fan and this movie really gets going. You have and there was a part that I didn't catch this on the previous watch series, but since we're watching everything one after another after another, um, when Falcon first shows up and is one of his only two appearances in this movie, he goes over to Captain. He's like, hey, and he mentions, hey, I've been looking for that missing person. It's kind of gone yeah. cold at the moment, mm-hmm. and yeah. it, I. Did not catch that last time. I mean, that line means nothing in this movie is not brought up again. I mean, again, it's a reference to Winter Soldier, but it's just this one little line, and that's it. Yeah, it's a Lego piece. It's just connecting. Yeah, it's but just it's, kind of connecting. It was yeah. cool to me. Like, yeah. now that you know what it is, it, mm-hmm. it really hit me. And I do want to know, what did you guys think of, like, the whole party where you see them, you know, just kind of, like, being friendly with each other and having random guests? I don't know where the hell these guests came from, but random guests at the tower. <laughs> and... I know Bill must have been real excited when they started talking about Jane Foster in this movie, why she's not here. <laughs> yeah, I, that's fine. I didn't, <laughs> I didn't mind it. I didn't mind. I can see her being a cop- topic of conversation. You know, I love this. I think it's great. I like you said, it's a calm before the storm, and it's also showing where they are, which are their friends. They're the friends. They're a team. They're together. This is kind of showing where they are as a foreshadowing kind of of where they become, which is completely shattered, broken again. <laughs> not that long away either. Not that long away. And it's it's again that kind of it's 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 where yeah, where they where they are, which is a good place. They're all kind of lounging. They and what does he call what does he call it? A revel. Thor's like, I think we need a revel. And Tony's like, I can do a revel. And this is the revel, right? This is the celebration, right? This we've got this, we got the scepter. We can actually all kind of relax now. We are done. We're going to get rid of this dumb thing and put it in the giant box. We're going to study it. But we're kind of done We're, we're for now. This is a little break we're taking. And it's nice to see them take that break and just kind of take the capes off and just relax and enjoy themselves as friends in this in uh, in this fun environment. I enjoyed yeah. it quite a bit. Except, except of your, course, huh. the Stan Lee cameo. Yeah, yeah it's fine. Point. He gets hammered from from he gets hammered from uh, Thor's drink of Asgard, you know, some sort of disgraceful liquor. I'm sure that he yeah. he pulled out of nowhere. Age for a thousand years of some age, sort. Age for yeah. a thousand years in the barrels of a something or something. It's like okay, I'm down with the age of the barrel things. I'm not drinking anymore, <laughs> but shoot, I try it. Why not? What's I the like, worst uh... that I like Rhodey's tank story. <laughs> I love it that. It's funny. It's great. They and they just don't care. Them. They're just like, okay. Boom. Yeah. And I just put it there. Like, yeah. Is that the funny. whole story? Yeah. Oh, then it was great. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> really? That got I nothing. I don't even talk to you guys anymore. <laughs> I, 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 at least they reference them. Like in the first movie, first Avenger movie, there is no war machine. He never shows up at all. 
So it was kind of cool that they found a way to at least fit him in a couple parts of this movie. Because, you know, once you introduce that character into this world, he should be around when there's a global yeah. event like this. Same as Avengers 1. He should have been there. Yeah. It's like you said, it's cool to see Rhodey and, and Falcon, even though they don't have real big parts in this movie. But like you said, they, they'd still be around. Yeah. Especially Falcon is party like this. Yeah. looking for Barnes, I guess, the whole time. But Right, right, right. You could take a break from that and just have a, you know, have a cocktail with some pals. And again, resetting up, re- reintroducing some of the characters that we're going to see for two seconds at the end of the movie. And then they have a, ce- a celebratory like movie shot. And you're like, oh, anyway, we'll get to that last last scene momentarily. And this is also like we had. I know Bill's favorite part where you have Nat and Bruce start <laughs> d- dating, you know, flirting at the bar. Yeah, um, I'm again, it's not set up. This is not earned. It's just and she's being super flirty. She's like. Yeah, I have this mystery guy and Bruce. Shades of Edward Norton, let's be honest. <laughs> well, what are you talking about? Who is this guy? Where is he? He's talking about you, dummy. Have Come I been? On, wake up already. What's his you're, name? You're, you're a genius. Come on, put two and two together. And again, I can see him not understanding social cues. Like, that makes sense. As a genius, you, you know, you have a lot of one thing and very little of another. I get it. It's I would like know. Yeah, the balancing plate. <laughs> but yeah, well, I mean. We all we all recognize your genius, Mike. We don't. No one, uh, no one doubts that. But it's like, um, yes. And it just again doesn't make sense. Why is she behind a bar serving drinks in her in her nineteen fifties Marilyn Monroe outfit? Like I don't know. But we just in the nineteen fifties all of a sudden. I guess I don't know. I agree with you. It doesn't really make sense. Yeah, it was just weird. And Cap Cap is like, hey, hello, McFly. She's <laughs> Could you please just you know say hi again? casual uh fun you know affable bruce bruce is going through some stuff so i can't kill him for this for being kind of a dunce about it he's trying to figure out whether or not he should live in a hole and never come out because he is a dangerous person you know that's that's kind of how unfortunately rage works i can <laughs> i can identify with it a bit is that you, you you're just unsure of yourself like when am i going to go off again like it's it's a scary thing to live with especially him he can murder people and not care Right, his motions are gone, and him wrestling with it, but still doesn't. I I would like them again to be more of just a team. Like she's like, I'm gonna help you. I'm your best friend. I get what you're going through. Let's 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 figure this out. It Instead does of feel romantic thing, which is just odd. It's only there for the one purpose of making it more heart, you know, more have more like sad when he does leave. That she's like, I'll go with you. Like throughout this movie, you keep seeing that, and it, it really does feel like it. Just, I mean, I liked it, but I it it, it did feel a little unnecessary. Yeah. It's just weird. Right. Again, it's continuing the arc that they started in the ship, or started on the on you know, yeah, in the ship and on the battlefield when she's caressing his hand. It's like, where did this come from? I don't understand yeah. it. Yeah, and then you also have the hammer joke right after this, which again is foreshadowing for a moment that comes later in the movie, which I I, yes. did, I did laugh still, and I. I, I will it. I will say when Ultron first shows up and you have that scene where he just walks in there and the broken <laughs> robot that he's putting together and he's just like you and he starts talking about he's talking about strings or he's just like you you made me to keep peace you think and it it is it is creepy as hell still yes. mm-hmm. I want to get um I want I do want to get uh, Michael's take on on the on the whole party in general we're just gonna gloss over the Mjolnir scene that's like the best scene in the movie the witch where- scene. The, where everyone's taking turns trying to pick up Mjolnir. Oh yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean, yeah. Mike kind of breezed over. It. You're right. I, I think it's over. so great. I think it's so funny. It's so good. Very clever. I'm trying to move us along. Yeah, mm-hmm. <laughs> I just got a place to be later, but oh yeah. Good no, point. I don't. It's okay. I don't need to be there. <laughs> 
But anyway, yeah, I know that's a great that's a great moment. I it's saw again, her first the, wedding. I don't need to see the second one. I'll see the third. <laughs> wow. Okay. I'll, I'll talk about that later. But but anyway, um, yeah, yeah like I it agree. sets up that, that no one can lift it except for Cap. Kind of nudges it a little bit, which that doesn't pay off for a long time. But man, does it pay off! So great, and uh, I love that. And it's and I just this time, and I'll we'll get to it. We'll get we'll get to it. I will get to it. Never mind. Never mind. Move on. Move on, Mike. Thank but um, as I was saying, when like when Ultron comes in, it is such a good scene. Wonderful. Like it, 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 it really like especially watching it again. Like it hit me. Like it, it feel you can f- you can feel the tension in the room when they see him and he's ta- and he's talking all weird like and it's very robotic and they're like what the fuck and then all when all the robots rushing like I. And they're unprepared. They're not really. I mean, Iron Man doesn't even have his. Tony doesn't even have his suit. Like he jumps on a robot and shoves a shiv into his neck. Like it is. It is a cool moment to see them completely unprepared for what's happening. Cap doesn't have a shield right away. Hawkeye just got to go hide under a bed and bench something. Yeah, he can't do anything because useless. Like it's. I can't remember what he does in this part. I'm sure he does something, but it, it was really good. Like it. It definitely. I went into this movie not expecting to like it, and I was like, oh, I'm, I'm getting into this more than I thought. Like, I wasn't, I was tired. I was really, like, this is, it's some very good stuff. Even yeah, this that, part was very entertaining to watch. Like, all the action in this movie is super solid. Like, the cor- the, the choreography is great. Everything looks so cool. Like, and I know I, I keep saying that, but, like, it, it really does. And I, I do like how you have the whole, like, the whole point of what he's doing essentially is kind of distracting them because as Ultron is building, because while they were talking, having the party, Ultron was building more little Ultrons, like, or some version of him that he was putting inside these, inside the Legionnaire to use to distract them, to all to take the, all to get the scepter and get the hell out of there and just run away to the Ultron factory. Because I think at the same time, yeah, at the same time, you also see a scene where in the factory that they can't figure out where the hell he's at in Sokovia where he's building more Ultron bodies and stuff like that. Yeah, I think that's at the very end of this scene when he's uh, singing the the Pinocchio. Mm. <laughs> oh, is that what that's from? The yeah, string from now, yeah. the string now free. Yeah, yes. I want you to know that this is Disney's The Avengers now, this... not just Marvel's. Has Disney already owned this already? Yeah, Disney already bought this at this point. Oh and wow, he bought okay. it after Iron Man. Oh wow, okay. That time. Gotcha. Yeah, no, this is interesting. It's such a wonderful. He's creepy and all disjointed and gangly, like a teenager almost, like all elbows and knees and just gangly and awkward, like figuring out how to walk. Leaking so fluids in- everywhere. What's that? He's leaking fluid everywhere. Yeah, right. He's just yeah, he's leaking <laughs> exactly. Very creepy, very weird, uh, kind of gross. And again, like you said, I really enjoy the the team fighting without their stuff. You know, this shows another side. Now, because we, we saw them just destroying and laying waste the Hydra like they're nothing. Just like they're nothing. And now they have, it kind of shows them where they, who they really are without all their stuff. And without their really being reduced to just defending themselves against an enemy as opposed to attacking an enemy in a defensive posture. Which I mm-hmm. think was very cool. Very interesting. And again, he says that, you know, humanity needs to evolve. And he's, and Ultron is basically saying what tony kind of wants which is the avengers extinction you guys can't be here like that's the betterment for the world you guys have caused so many problems y'all gotta go and (laughs) tony doesn't think they've caused problems but tony thinks they have to go he's saying the thing the same thing we don't we need to retire because we're never going to be able to handle the threats that are coming because those threats and thor you know these threats out there are, are beyond our our capacity and so it's very interesting 
Again, interesting villain. Thor just smashes him like, fuck this. Bam! <laughs> but you know he's not gone. Obviously, he's in the net. He's now in the networks. He's just, like you said, his, his, his villains have the scepter, and now they're going to go and do their thing. And yeah. this is also when you have, like, you have the beginning of them starting to break apart to more where they start arguing and you find out that Tony made the decision to make Ultron, to do the stuff with Ultron and leading to all this problem with Bruce Banner, didn't bother to tell the team, didn't bother to communicate, just did his own thing, made his own decisions and didn't act as a team. And they get, and you, uh, I do like when you start to see him really, like, they get pissed at him too. I think this is when you have the chokehold from Thor where he grabs him. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, it's, it's. Good. It, it. I don't like seeing Avengers fight each other. <laughs> we'll talk about it in a couple movies. Yeah, I know you don't. I know. Yeah. It happens a lot that. though. Like, yeah, yeah I have that in my notes is Avengers infighting again because it it's, happened in a lot of Avengers. It happens now. It happens in Civil War. And I know, it's, I know, Mike, you don't like that. And I thought of that. No. I was like, oh, Mike's not. That's why. I'm like, Rachel, I can, like Mike doesn't like War. This. Yeah. Oh, I know. That's all it is. But Civil War's uh, a great movie. But I do not like part from what I remember. But we'll. See, it's been a while, so we'll see. If it's a, a reason, lot, I like it. Yeah. Oh, so go ahead, Michael. A lot of this feels like it's setting, just setting up for Civil War too, of clashing ideals and whatnot. And again, as, as Bill said before, it's a bridge movie. There are so many things in this movie that are just setting up future movies. Yeah. And they're and doing should. a lot of setups of a war in this movie. Again, it reestablishes Captain America's and Captain's and Iron and Tony's just totally different thought process. He says to to, uh, to Tony, "We're not Shield." Like, that's some shield-ass shit that you just did. Mm-hmm. Like, hiding stuff and making things without us knowledge. We're a team. We need to all be on the same page and work together. And you just went and did this rogue thing and created this rogue monster that destroyed Jarvis, which is super sad. Mm-hmm. And I'm really glad that he showed Jarvis, like, his neural net in the beginning and then shows what the uh, Mind Stone can do. Because now when you see that stone, uh, see Jarvis in tatters, in virtual tatters, Ooh, that was hard. I was like, oh my gosh, that's really, whew, that it's, sucks. It's cool, though. Like, it is yeah. very effective. cool. Jarvis like, is super, yeah, go ahead. The audience has definitely built affection towards Jarvis at this point through oh, yeah. five movies now. Yeah, Jarvis so, is like his right-hand man. He's the mm-hmm. he's the guy that kind of runs things. Even Tony even says, you know, other than Pepper, Jarvis runs the show. And mm-hmm. I, I loved when Ultron first starts approaching them at, at the party he pulls out his Jarvis communicator. Jarvis, do a thing, and no one responds. Mm-hmm. And he's like, "Wait, what? What? Yeah, really good stuff." And yeah, this is another just clash of ideologies. People picking sides. Right now, everybody's against Tony. Like, and even I think even Tony at this point starts giving his speech about, "You do realize we need this, mm-hmm. right? Like, we can't keep doing this." And I keep saying the same thing over again, so I apologize if I'm doing that. But that's what Tony's saying here. We should be retiring because we should all be realizing that this is the the universe is bigger than us. We can't take on the universe with our iron suits and our hammers and our bow and arrows. Like that's not going to do it. Yeah, that's he even a very says good point. But he says that make... up there. That's that's the end game. That, oh, yeah, he does say, <laughs> that's the end game. You're right. He does say that. And and Cap is is has a great line. I think it's here, but it might be later. Yeah, um, he. He says, "He says anybody who's ever tried to fight a war before it starts, innocent people get killed." Whew, yeah, he's got a point. Cap always has the right point because Cap is working from a very pure place, a pure morality. Where Tony, he just really wants to just be a playboy again. He just wants to not do this anymore. As much as he 
feels like he has to. Very yeah, interesting. Very good. And it's this... right after this when you have when the twins first meet Ultron. Like I, I like that where they go inside this church, which is in the center of the city, so-called whatever the fuck it's called. And he's <laughs> like, oh, the church is in the center. And for those that don't know, that red cloak that is on it, on Ultron when you first see him is a reference to the comics, too, where he first the first time you see him, he's a cloak over his body for some reason. Yeah, that didn't make sense. It's like, what, your shoulders it's, are chilly? It's from a comic. It's it's directly from the comic. And they just like, oh, let's throw... Again, he was a fan... Uh, Joss Whedon was a fan of Avenger of these Avenger comics. So that, I think, is why he did it. Because he just like, oh, it's in the comic book. Let's throw it in the movie. But you're right. It doesn't make sense. But that's why it's there. Yeah, yeah they I mean, seem shoehorned in. Um, and yeah, they always feel a little shoehorned in. It's as good of a job as you can expect to introduce two brand new characters to a movie that's already kind of stuffed with characters and, like I said, has a lot to do. It might have been a little better if you didn't have that and just kind of streamlined it. But then again, you wouldn't get to New Avengers, which is what we're going to have later on. So, Which is a whole thing, again, bridging the movie to set everything up for Phase 3. Aside from the little snack, the delicious snack that is Ant-Man, because I do really like that film. Also, Ant-Man was a movie that was supposed to be way, way before what we got. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you mentioned that, I, which makes sense. You, it, that makes a lot of sense. This is, yeah. That that's, has a lot to do with it. Yeah, so, this is the same scene where we get the backstory of the twins and why they hate Stark, because the uh, bombshells <laughs> going off in the, the apartment building. Kill the parents! I don't like, like I, like, I understand that sucks, it's terrible, but the whole, like, we hate them because something that happened, uh, well, you know, he made weapons. Like, it's just, I mean, I understand it, but it, it, it's kind of weird. It's kind of stupid, in my opinion. I mean, the MCU loves to make villains out of things Tony Stark has done, which we'll see in both yeah. of the Spider-Man movies later on. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, I remember. The first I know one. you're not wrong. I'm just. <laughs> oh no, I, and it's interesting, and it's an interesting point because it's it is kind of it's it's Joss Whedon trying to say, please care about these people, care about them. I like them. Now it makes a lot of sense that you mentioned yeah. he loves these characters. Yeah, that's he's trying to tell us to do that. There. Please, no, no, guys, you gotta like these characters. Let me. So Tony Stark, sure, he makes weapons. Their parents are destroyed. The shell doesn't go off. His name is on it. They're there for two days. They he he's really in this monologue trying to really cement you should like these people because here's the reason why you should these villains exist and they don't like Tony Stark. They can't just be paper cut characters I like from the comics, so I want them in this movie. And again, I'm sure his rationale was more pure than that, but it was just a very quick like we we need we need to just. Here's the backstory. Cool. Do you guys get it? Everyone get it? Nothing's happening. It's just a blank scene in a church with him explaining. And he's just telling yeah, the audience what we need to know to get it and move on. It's a device. Con- convincing them to his side, too, mm-hmm. by telling him that, you know, we're going to stop Tony. We're going to do this. He's leaving out the part. I'm going to kill every human on this planet. Well, yeah. I like it because she can read mine, but she can't read his mind because, you know, he's a robot at this point. And. Again, one thing that bothered me a lot, though, because it, it doesn't happen, they get rid of after this movie, their accents. I mentioned that earlier, but their accents are just so annoying, for, especially for Scarlet Witch. Like, it bugs the hell out of me. It comes and goes. That's yeah, the it's problem not with consistent. It. It's like, not I think consistent. in Civil War, she doesn't have any kind of accent. No, it's gone. They they, they, <laughs> scrap, they scrap that idea. Again, it was probably Joss Whedon to be like, have, a, have, a, have an Eastern, you know, Eastern European accent. Let's just let's put it in there. I mean, I don't know what pre- preparation she made for. I'm sure she did vocal coaches and all that. It's it's the, it's not consistent. It didn't annoy me too much, though. It was just, yeah. but it was very in your face. It was very apparent, and not because you know, you know, Brielson doesn't have or not Brielson. Um, ah, what's her name? Olsen, yeah, Elizabeth. Elizabeth Olsen. Thank you. Well, at least it was an Olsen. I got one of them I, right. I uh, My yeah. Favorite of the three. 
Okay. Uh, she's she's actually very good in the limited stuff she has to do. She does a lot of cowering and then a lot of mind bending, and then she screams once. That's kind of what she does. <laughs> but again, hammered into a movie that has a lot of things to do. So uh, it was fine. I, again, I don't the backstory. I okay, I get it now. Now I know your motivation. It's revenge. Move on. Fine. Let's just get to getting. And this is also when you have the first scene. Well, after you see the little, you know, it goes. You have the first scene where they end up. They find out Strucker is dead, and that was kind of weird. Where they just because they had to. They had like, oh, we put this character in. We got to get rid of him. We don't got time for him. We got too much stuff happening in this movie. So you have a little scene where they just see him in a jail cell, dead, with the words "peace" written on the side of it. <laughs> and I think a robot. That, uh, there's a robot uh, in the picture too. Was there? Yeah, I'm looking at the screenshot right now because I oh. found one. And there literally has a robot arm in the corner of the screen. I'm going to actually share it to you guys right now. So you know what I'm talking about. Yeah. You listen, can't see it, but other people can. Yeah, Throw you literally can see it. It is it is weird that, that I have never noticed that. I didn't notice it in the watcher because it's like immediately happens. But yeah, there's a little scene where he just looking. I can't make it work. But where he just looking <laughs> and you see a robot. And they're like, oh, Ultron did it. I thought, oh, they did. It. They knew it was Ultron because peace is written on the wall. No, because literally there's a robot in the picture. Oh, is uh, there? That's so interesting. It'd be funny if he had like was taking taking a selfie or something, just like, hey, look what I just did. No, that wouldn't something like at that. All. I I couldn't get it to work. But no, it, it's, it's fine. Hey, get that room. Disposable character. And I, shouldn't have been. Shouldn't have been. But yes, yes, he is in this movie. And that bugs me because he's a great character that should have been more and they didn't do anything with him. But this is also how they all the Internet's been. They have no access because all their files have been deleted from the Internet. So they have to do the old fashioned way. They're just opening up boxes of banker boxes of files. And this is when they get tuned into Ulysses Claw and they see and they're like, oh, this guy has this tattoo and he mispronounces Wakanda because he thinks he's Mike Elberton from Game My Mom Found. So he can't play the <laughs> And <laughs> I like that. It's like even as smart as Bruce is, like he's never heard of Wakanda. Yeah, like that, that's pretty cool. It's that's, a very hidden country, right. though, like we find out. And it's considered a very poor country, we find out, mm-hmm. is a lie. But that that's what they have going for them at this time. And I, I like it they introduce Claw, because if you're going to have Vibranium, you're going to have someone who's smuggled out Vibranium. You have to have Claw, because that's his whole purpose. Like, that's the whole thing about this character. He's one of those few people who knew about Vibranium, who knew about Wakanda, who gotten it. And got out of it. I, I like that. And I and for those that don't know, the actor that plays Claw for the for two movies in the series is the same guy that played Smeagol or Golem in Lord yeah. of the Rings. Andy really? Wow. Okay. I yeah, never even would have thought to catch that. This is cool. I the two things about this that I I was ch- the I was charmed. This was so charming to see them going through <laughs> boxes of files because again, it's so low tech. A, my wife and I, this may be cheesy, but we're we're big fans of anything. My wife's a big fan of anything Sherlock Holmes. And we we love the show Elementary. Elementary, it's it's no longer on. But there's so many scenes of them like digging through boxes of files in the New York City Police Department, just like picking through files. As soon as I saw that, I'm like, oh, they're doing they're doing an elementary thing. That's cool. <laughs> And secondary, secondly, I, I do have a lot of heart right now for, for old stuff. I watch a lot of like LGR Tech Tales, which is oh, nice. um, he, he builds like old computers and such. And just yesterday, before I watched the movie, actually, I was dorking around on DOSBox trying to get old DVDs <laughs> from my 1996 Packard Bell to work and just, <laughs> just, just like just diving into that nostalgia. Mm-hmm. So to see that was, again, I was just time and place, very charming and good. It's clever again. He's trying to show the the Avengers doing stuff that doesn't require, you know, Jarvis bots and reducing them to basics, like just basic cool. problem solving. It was like, good. 
even the whole thing with the salvage yard ship where you find out that's where you see call has his bases on some random ship in a desert. Right. I mean, it's all, I thought all very cool. Like I, yeah. I enjoyed, and I enjoyed like when they first meet, when they first meet him, when the twins come, they try to intimidate him. Like you never intimidate anyone before, <laughs> have you? And he's sitting there like, I got candy. I mean, pretty much just saying you're a bunch of kids, you idiot. Like, yeah. I'm not, right. I like how Quicksilver runs over, takes a piece of candy, just eats it. Like, oh, hey, I'll have candy, you know, I'll have a piece of candy. It was even cool. before that is when, uh, they, Claw hears disturbance and he uh, pulls out his gun and then all of a sudden it's on the counter with all the bullets lined up. Or Quicksilver just dismantled the whole thing in like a second. <laughs> I didn't catch that. Yeah, I was wondering why all the bullets were just lined up and one was like teetering. But now, thank you. You explained something yes. new to me. It's a very cool, bummed, yeah. The claw doesn't say "Don't disturb us." And I like the claws. Uh, <laughs> I like his. Uh... That's pretty oh, like. It's a reference from the Captain America and the Avengers game that I love. That's uh, okay. <laughs> that's why I just started I cackling like an idiot. <laughs> no, that's right. Sorry if I stepped on that too. I didn't, well, I didn't catch it. it, it um, you you did the right thing. I did the wrong thing. <laughs> I don't. I no, I like that too because, and I also like how Claus doesn't. Nothing phases him. He's like, okay, cool trick. Like even at that point, if I remember correctly, he's kind of sitting there, like you said, taking you know, just in order to be an intimidating, you gotta like have a fear of something and I'm not concerned about you guys. And of course, Ultron comes and <laughs> and makes, gives him something to fear. Well, Ultron like kind of gets the fear right away. And it's like, he, but he's like, I want to buy something. So, yeah. He's like, I don't care if you're a giant robot. Sure. You got money. You know, he's already ready to start showing him whatever. And I like how he's like, well, and he talked, he mentions also, he, tr- he mentions the vibration and all of a sudden he transfers all the money into his account, like automatically. Cause again, yeah. he can just hack other people's like, accounts. So it doesn't matter. It's like, that's worth billions. And Ultron's like, Oh, well now so are you. <laughs> I like that. Good line. Excellent line. And he fits this Ultron character, even though he's this robot. Again, just getting the job done. And he's like, here you Not go. Concerned. Have it. Have everything. You I mean, he just sells them. I like how he just starts selling them everything. And then that's when, as we were talking a little bit ago, where Ultron makes the comment about your friends and your enemies giving the money, see who's who. And he's like, wait a second. Tony even said that to me. Yeah, and when he starts. You're one of his. Yes, and when you start comparing him to Tony, he gets upset, and you have the Empire Strikes Back moment. He cuts <laughs> off his arm. Yep, 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 yep. Thought about that, which is good. Kind of shows shows a little bit of emotion, which again you wouldn't expect from a you know an AI robot. But it's cool though. It's it is cool because cool. yeah. again, it does fit Ultron in the comics too, where Ultron has Hank Pym's personality. He has somewhat of of something. He's not just a mindless robot. He's a you know that's why he's a failed robot too because he has emotion. Fits it very well. Shows. I think it's the first time he really gets angry. Like this is the only yeah. the first time he gets angry where he's just yeah, like you said, don't compare me to him. Mm-hmm. It's great. Yeah. I I love how he chops off his arm too. Yeah, I mean that one's for the fans too because Claw Claw needs his claw, which we won't see until Black Panther. But barely get it too. I think. Yeah, it's pretty. It's pretty short lived. Yeah, and I haven't seen I haven't seen Black Panther. So oh, yeah. you're in right. for a really good movie when we get there. Yeah, I hear I'm in for a treat. Some are not, but that one is a treat. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> but we'll get there. And this is also when you have the Avengers show up on the ship finally. Yeah. And this is an interesting part because you have them confront Ultron for the first time, where Ultron's in his new body that he has for majority, like for a while in this movie before yeah. he destroys it. And you also, and it's really just them versus the twins. Like it's Ultron and the twins, and they just show up Captain America, Thor, and Iron Man. Iron Man takes Ultron to, uh, you know, Captain and. Thor trying to kind of fight the twins, sort of, and you have henchmen shooting at people for no reason just to have something happening, I guess. Yeah, we get, yeah. we get some good dialogue there too when they first uh, first meet up. It's like, hey, what's the vibranium for? Ultron's like, I'm glad you asked that because I want to take this moment to reveal my evil plan. Very funny. Yeah, Gosh, that's oh, so good. 
Hawkeye's here somewhere, too, and so is Black Widow doing whatever. I don't completely remember, but I think this is also when the Ultron bots first show up, too. Yeah, this is the first of the chaff. Uh, again, it, like, like I said in the beginning, a lot of this movie is the, uh, are the Avengers just fighting vastly um, underpowered foes. So yeah, this is, just, again, uh, there's no stakes in this. This is kind of just, um, the only point of this whole scene is to give um, Captain America, uh, who else gets well, a vision? Thor gets a vision. Thor, and, okay, we got to yeah, talk about the Thor vision for a couple of reasons. One, yeah. The Thor vision makes absolutely no sense. Like he starts seeing Asgard, Heimdall has no eyes, and it, and the whole point of it is to expose the Infinity Stones, where you know to kind of like cue you in that yes, the Infinity Stones are in play, and then there's a little part of it later on. But for those that don't know, God, I said this like four times already. There, Loki was in originally in this scene. Loki oh. comes to him in this vision and comes to him again when he goes in the water. But when they when they showed it to test audience and people saw Loki, they got confused and thought Loki was the main villain. So they cut all of it out of the movie because it confused people. Oh, jeez. It didn't so, make a lot of sense to me. I, it, I, I don't it's know. It's stupid. It didn't make sense to me. I thought they were neat. Like, again, Thor is in this kind of like Asgardian celebration and yeah, Erdis Lobo comes up. and The yeah. majority of this. We're missing it, a whole chunk more of the scene because it confused people. Yes. And now that's like, okay, why did Thor leave at the end? Okay. Now I'm like, all right. Yeah, now so I know it, why I was confused. Okay. Because Loki, yeah. he has a vision of Loki where then he realizes Loki. I think he starts to realize something's wrong with Asgard about Loki. And then he also starts to put together the stuff with the Infinity Stone, which they kind of briefly put into this movie. But there's so much more it was supposed to be there that we never got. Well, there's well, so Thor has his final vision later on where, where that all comes together. But it is kind of out of nowhere. Yeah, it's none stupid. of it. It was all for me. It felt really surreal. And I, I Captain America with, with him and um, his lost lady. I, I kind of like that one. Yeah, I mean, this is, this is where Scarlet Witch gets into their heads. This is her way of fighting them. And, like, you know, he sees Peggy Carter because they had to put her in a movie just because. The only one really worth mentioning is the whole one with Black Widow where she ends up going back to when she was being trained and it shows her training and it kind of sh- and it shows her on a gurney and it doesn't really talk too much about it. But it's all because in when when they when she became an assassin, they sterilize her. And that's what the, I mean, they don't reference that till later, but that's what that whole scene is all about. I like caps because like the it kind of touches on that. I think this is actually after I think when the Jesus, when the Avengers come in and Ultron's like says to Captain America, he's like, you don't stand there and pretend like you could live without a war. And in, in this dream sequence, when the cameras flash, you hear subtle explosions in the background like bombs being dropped oh, i didn't catch that yeah and then the guy's laying on the ground with the the wine spilled all over him it's supposed to look like blood it's kind of like even in this subtle moment all he can see is war around him yeah it's pretty effective um again for a lot of these it was i kind of read it as just kind of surreal and waiting for it to pay off and some of it doesn't and now like you said that mike where um the <clears throat> sorry where the the thor stuff kind of just Got lost again. Got lost yeah, in the in the editing room, which sucks because it it cause they should have cut all the Thor stuff. Then since it doesn't really fit because you're missing pieces of it, and I I know it because I re- did a lot of research on this movie when it came out because I was like I you know I was very like you know digging for more information, so I know a lot of this stuff, but it's not something that the average person would know. Hmm. And then we do got to mention that funny scene where. Uh, Scarlet Witch tries to get into Hawkeye's <laughs> head. He's like, I already been my controlled once, and he stabs her in the head with an arrow. There you arrow, and it starts shocking her, and she gets all yep. upset. Yep. Which does Which not very... work in their favor. No, it does not. But it's interesting because I, I just like that again, kind of showing that, you know, they are pretty green at this. And there's also a scene where I think Captain America gets the best of Quicksilver. 
and kind of puts him in the in the corner with some boxes. Like I forget the line. He's like, just stop. Just yeah. oh yeah, there. he he somehow yeah, gets him with a shield, hits him or something, and he yeah, because they're again they're both they're green too. They're very amateur. Yeah. They don't really know what they're doing. No, they're yeah. just using their abilities, but they don't have any tactics. And the Avengers, if for all their um, you know, for all their infighting that's starting now, they're still a well-oiled machine. Like they're they know what they're doing as far as combat goes. So it's good. I I do like that. It's a little more character building for me. Was like, oh yeah, these these kids don't really know what they're doing, and they're kind of being manipulated. Yeah, I mean they're constantly being manipulated. They are. Yeah. We also see another another attempt from someone to pick up Mjolnir, where it's flying by Quicksilver (laughs) in slow motion. That's good. And goes with it. Yeah. Okay. That that was funny. You are right. (laughs) I forgot about that scene, but that was funny. Yeah. Then Wanda goes after after the big one, as she puts it. This that's a scene that like at least it makes sense because she does travel kind of quickly to where where there is, but at least they make sense because you have Quicksilver runs her over there. But God, is that I mean, this is something that everybody's been waiting for. And I remember in the in the trailers yeah. that I was just watching <laughs> while we've been recording is they even show Hulk Buster in every trailer. And when you yeah. see Banner start to get messed with and he's running off his Hulk and he's and he looks back, and his eyes are kind of red. It's like, oh, fuck. And then you hear. Hawkeye, like, oh, the team's down right now. We're all because they're all fucked up from Charlie Witch. And this is when you have the Hulk rage in town. He just starts ripping apart cars and throwing things. And of course, he breaks it on car, but the person has to get out of the car and run for their life because they got to be okay. <laughs> can't, you can't can't show it on screen right now. No, no, no killing, no killing. And that's kind of again fine. Um, I mean, I'm not upset with it. I'm just kind of making fun of Man of Steel. There was one yeah. moment where I there was one moment way way later where I was kind of like, really, is it, this is. Yeah, I really got to save her, just the one person, but um, <laughs> which we'll get to. I know what you're talking about with a red car. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, yeah, we'll yeah this, is, this is fine. I this is uh, this is big rock and sock and robots, which I'm never it's, the biggest fan of. But I, there's enough variety to make it fun. I'm not either, but I really enjoy when Hulkbuster shows up and you you see like this little satellite thing shoot all his extra mm-hmm. armor, and at first he tries to trap Hulk in a in a like some kind of like shell or something, is it a cave. Yeah. I think it's just to slow him down while the Hulkbuster builds up. Yeah, and the way he breaks out, I'm like, he could just go under it. I'm thinking to myself, and all of a sudden, next thing you know, he goes underneath it and comes out. And I'm like, "Ah, I was right. But when the Hulkbuster first forms together, (laughs) I... I can't. I I guarantee when when Mike saw this five years ago, Mike was like, yeah, clapping and everything, because it is such... It is still... Hell, when I watched this this morning, when I finished this movie, it's still fucking awesome. So yeah, it was, I was, it was, I was the, a total fanboy when when it came on screen. <laughs> I I didn't know what it was. I again, I just saw him make a cage out of things, and I'm like, oh, okay. So I guess your robots can make a cage out of that of metal spikes. Okay. Also, another Joss Whedon thing is they call it Veronica because yes. he loves Betty, Veronica, Betty, Archie comics. Oh, uh, that's what really? the joke is. Yes. I mean, now he's weird. Um, so I don't know. <laughs> now he's weird. Yeah, <laughs> I guess. Yeah, I guess. <laughs> I. I love this fight. Like this, even though I don't like heroes in fighting, the fight between Hawkbuster and Hulk. Like, there's a part where Hulk throws a car, he catches the car, or Iron Man catches the car, and he just punches him through the car. Mm-hmm. Like, oh god, this is a good action scene. Like, I was surprised how much I enjoyed it. And like, and one part, Hawkbuster's arm gets like fucked up, and he just has a new yeah. arm replace it. Yeah, new arm. It's we're getting to the point with with Iron Man where his his toys can do anything that the script requires. Because yeah. a lot of that stuff doesn't make again doesn't make if you analyze it it doesn't make sense but the point isn't to analyze it it's really oh, to just enjoy, enjoy it, it. Yeah. yeah and that's good I, that's there's room I in the mean, world for just enjoying couple, stuff 
a couple parts of this fight that I, I have to mention is you have an, you have a part where they they're inside an office building they're getting they're getting Iron Man just getting the crappy out of him in the Hulkbuster suit and they got to you know I got to rescue people again got to grab that elevator oh we got to save those people and there's one part where Hulk grabs him and just rip just climbs up a building smashing him against the glass that they're just running up the building that I was. I was smiling today when I watched that. <laughs> does he does he rip out his like almost like his breastplate, right? Like he when he's going to the side of the building. He like I saw that really like, bad. Yeah, he's just and again I love watching Hulk just be an animal and just yeah, just great. finding some yeah, just finding something to grab and throw it. You know, yeah, it he, is rage. It is actual literal mm-hmm. rage. That's um, real apparent when Iron Man's got him like pinned on the wall and he's just like scurrying around like a freaking cat trying to get out of how <laughs> yeah. he can. It's insane. Yes, it's, it's just also where he captures his hand because he's he's punching, he's grabbing his fist, and then all of a sudden his fist turns out to be like a like a cage on it, and like it traps his hand. A it's, Chinese finger trap. It, oh, it really was. <laughs> okay, it's just goofy. Like, it was, that was goofy. I mean, Touché. again, it's like, again, that's his suit can do anything. The script asks him to. Yeah. But again, yeah. fine. Let's not analyze. I, it. Let's just enjoy it. It was. Yeah. I enjoyed it. That's the whole thing. And I and like <laughs> when he throws him in that old building. He's like, hey, can we buy that building? And he buys the building and throws him into a building that's being built because it's empty. It's vacant, so it's okay. And Ooh. like you see the scene where he he pops out from the rubble, looks around, and all of a sudden you see Iron Man's fist just punch him in the face, and that's it. Just a fist. Just a fist come across the screen and punch him. I was like, yep. We get that close up on his face, and like his eyes go back to the normal color, so he's like snapping out of the. The vision or the mind control or whatever. <laughs> Punch right. Yeah, I was starting to really get on board with this movie, and I'm like, "What's happening? What's happening here?" Because I had been bashing this movie for the last <laughs> ten episodes we've been recording this, and I was starting to really like. Hmm, <laughs> I feel here? really bad. I felt bad. I was like, "I, I think bad. I really <laughs> like this movie." And it's interesting too. This this scene too is very important because not only you have the you know the two the fun of watching iron man and hulk fight and again if they were just punching each other and throwing things i you know i would have been very cool on it because again i'm not a big fan of the the two things just slugging it out but there's so much verticality and like using environments and clever things happening and every three seconds there's something interesting going on which makes it very visually fun and exciting. I was taking notes, and I tried to furiously take notes to this, and I just stopped. I was like, just, just enjoy this, Bill. Would you stop already? And yeah, I would just stop. And I, and it's also this take. This is taking place in the public. Like, there's the aftermath scene where Bruce kind of looks around as as Hulk looks around and sees people bleeding and carnage, and again realizes, you know, as he's coming down, I did this, and I don't even know how. Right. Like he's looking at this like I had no even I just did this probably thinking I can't be like I can't be a thing like that is a scary thing. And uh, and also I think they mentioned it later. The entire world saw this and, you know, think mm-hmm. of it from the world's point of view. They're sitting there, you know, going shopping and getting to work. And all of a sudden two monsters are beating the hell out of each other and destroying half the buildings in town. That's not something that people would be like, yay, thank you, Avengers. But there was nothing wrong. Everything was fine. I mean, was again, this is why Civil War happens not yes. that long from now. I mean, Civil War, I forgot you have Ant-Man, you have Civil War. I mean, Ant-Man doesn't really count, so the next movie is Civil War, in, right. a, in a way. Right. I mean, that, Ant-Man is just a, a setup for Civil War. But it's, mm, it's a Ant-Man very... just... We, we were going to do this 20, 50, five years ago, and we finally got around to it. That's what Ant-Man yeah. is. Right. But it's I'll interesting. It's, it's a very good... Again, it, it, all these action scenes seem to serve multiple purposes. It's they serve a purpose, except for a couple. 
but they serve the purpose to not only show us have some really fun action, but also to move a story along, which is what this movie needs to do. And in my notes, I wrote the next part called Sad Quinjet Ride, where they all yeah. look defeated and they're just sitting there. Hulk's wearing his blankie, his purple blankie, and he's <laughs> like, oh, I killed it people. Purple? It's purple. It's purple, oh, I good. think. So I'm pretty sure it's purple. Let's see. I got I have screenshots pulled up of this entire movie in front of me. That's okay. It can be it's, purple. It's, he, it's purple. It's a purplish thing over him that he has. A shirt or something, but it's purplish. Yeah, yeah. Just that, that line of we took a hit. It's like, it, it hurts. Yep. And then and then you get to go to the farm. They're like, we got to go to a safe house. Oh, it's a purple shirt that he's wearing over him. Not a blinky. Right. So I'm saying blinky on purpose, by the way. So <laughs> just because it makes it sound dumber than it, than it should be. And, and this is also when they're like, Maria Hill tells him, don't come back. Like you, nobody wants to see you right now. Like after what you guys did, you need to, you need to lay low. And Hawkeye's like, hey, I got a place we can go. I got a safe house. And they show up at the Hawkeye farm. The Barton farm with Linda Cardellini. Hey, from Freaks and Geeks. Oh, yeah. Okay. Very good. I, I, I do, again, more more foreshadowing of losing Hawkeye because you find out he has a wife. And early there's a scene where he says something about, oh, your girlfriend. Like, I don't have a girlfriend. And then he's on the phone. Mm-hmm. He's like, who, who are you talking to? Oh, my girlfriend. And it's just like, I, I like this actress. And I like this, I sort of like some of these, the, the farmhouse scenes where you have them just kind of like trying to figure out what the hell to do. And all of a sudden they find out that he has a wife and kids and. It's, but then you find out that like Black Widow knows the family and knows the kids. She even goes up to the little baby and says, Oh, you have a baby Natalie in there. And it's like, you know, and she's like, It's a Faniel. Traitor. I think it's just meant to like even further humanize Clint that he's just this guy on this team of gods and monsters and whatnot. And also so, that he's going to die in this movie. Yeah. He's got the most to lose. I, I, I wrote in my notes, I have to say this part, but after they start talking, this is when Thor, the, to- the toast pops out and Thor has a vision and he runs away and flies off. I said, I said, toast scares <laughs> Thor. But that's what it felt like. It toast really scare. felt like that. And God, that vision thing just irritates the hell out of me because it doesn't serve its purpose because you're missing. You're mi- I want to see the three and a half hour cut of this movie. I never will because they have never released it. Never will. But I want to see it because I'm really curious how much more there was dealing with Thor that did not make it. Yeah, no, Thor has no reason to really leave. I guess, I don't know. I, again, now that you mentioned that he saw, he's supposed to see an Infinity Stone vision and all the stuff we're supposed to see that was probably cut, it makes sense. Well, Loki make sense. says yeah. something to him in his see, vision. And that wasn't there, so it made no sense why he left. It's like, I have to, I have to go and uh, there's other things going on, the bigger world out there. And boom. You know, like, and I, again, from thematically, from a standpoint of they're just breaking up a bit, like this is a relationship in trouble. Okay, I can buy that, but yeah, it didn't make sense. This, this whole, this when I first saw this in the theaters, I always labeled this as like this really saggy middle. Like this is just again, you spend yeah. a good amount of time on this farm that you know why it's happening, but man, the pacing is slow. Now I really like it, and I really enjoy it. And whenever I or any any critic really, because I was doing reviews at this time and I was writing reviews all the time. Whenever you watch a movie or I watch a movie, I try to divorce myself emotionally from it, and I I try to evaluate from an objective point of view, based on my belief system as how of what I think makes a good movie or a bad movie. Because if you start saying oh, I liked it just because I liked it, well, that's that's your subjective opinion, and that's good, and you should have opinions. It's important, Not but you should be evaluating a movie on your belief system. Which is which goes beyond that. It's like, yeah, I like this, but this this is not working for X Y Z reason. Now today, last night when I watched it, I was enjoying this on a very subjective level because you know I'm a different person now. 
than I was in 2015. I have I'm married. I have a kid. A second's on the way. You know, so when you know when when uh, Black Widow goes up to to his wife's belly is like, hey, little girl, and she's like, a oh, little boy, and she goes, traitor. Like I go, oh, that's adorable. Like, and I see Hawkeye just reacting just like you said, Michael. You were perfect. He's just a dude. Like he's the guy in the group that really, other than Black Widow, who still had like specialized training and. You know, we learned in this movie, he's just a guy who's good with a bow. Like he's a talented dude who does this job, and they treat it like a job. Like almost, you know, she says to him while they're in the bedroom, "So I get you going away for work again?" As if he was going to a conference in Idaho. <laughs> you know, like yeah. he's like, he's like, gosh, so you're going, you're the guy, like you're you're the guy who's gonna help bring them together. And he's just a dude, and I really was very charmed by him this time around when I wasn't. First time I remember my that review I wrote. I didn't read I it because that would have made me cringe. But I, I remember in the review, I think I said something like, you know, they spend so much time on the least important characters in the movie, you know, Black Widow and, and, and Hawkeye. And now my pants were charmed. You know, it was great. So I really think this is a nice little moment. You're still seeing them do stuff and and watching their relationships degrade, basically. You get that's there is that stupid scene with with uh, Black Widow and, and Bruce Banner again. When he's in the shower and she's like, I would have joined. Oh. Why? Why would you join him? It's why would you have done that? I mean, listen, I know he's not Thor. I mean, you know, not everybody is Thor, but look, he's he's what do you mean? What, where is yeah. this coming? Uh, yeah, good point. Good point, Bruce. Where is this coming from? I'm asking the same question as if you coming <laughs> from you again. nowhere. And you also have the right before that you have Laura talking Hawkeye. How long had Nat and Bruce been in thinking? They're like, he's like, what are you talking about? They're like, you can't see it. And I'm thinking the audience. I'm thinking of Bill. Like, yeah, no, Bill's probably asking the same thing. Yeah, I don't see it either, Laura. I don't know what the hell you're talking about. I'm, I'm on your side. High five. Uh, what? Why is this happening? So I uh, again, yeah, that 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 stunk. It didn't ruin my my again. This is the time, the low point. Everyone's relaxing. There's no stakes. Like there's, you know, they set up where this is a disconnected place where you know Ultron's not going to be right. So there's no worries here. You can all, everyone can take a breath. Everyone in the audience, they also maybe gets Ultron in Korea. Right, right. There's he's, a little scene where he has the scepter and he's talking. He he finds Cho and he's like, "You're gonna." And he says something to her. Then he just says that eh, he just touches her the scepter and just kind of you know corrupts her, just like in Avengers one. Yeah, he yeah. talks about how she wants he wants her to use the cradle to make him a body, and she's like, well, "I can't do that." He's like, "You just don't have the right resources." And you see the vibranium again, and then yeah, he just hits her with the scepter. Yeah, it's it's that's that's good. You know, the scepter used to to do things, which is fine. I, I that's fine. I don't mind that at all. Mm. Oh, and I like the the cap and again Tony scene where they're <laughs> wood chopping thing. wood, wood chopping. <laughs> yeah, just like two dudes, you know, doing dude things. But hey, I don't know how many dudes you know that take the blog and just rip it in half and with well, their bare hands. I, like, I don't. I don't. <laughs> I, as I said. <laughs> As I've said a number of times on this show, physical labor is not my strong suit. So I don't you know how you wield an axe. It's up to you. I don't know. But I don't know it's how to wield an axe either. Neither do I. I'm, and this yeah. is also when you have like there's a little scene as I brought up again in this episode, but he keeps talking about how he's gonna do how Hawkeye's gonna work on this and he's gonna work on this when he gets back. And I'm just like they're I remember seeing things like they're like they're gonna fucking kill him. Like they are they are <laughs> oh, man. Wait, so hang on a second. You see keep saying they're gonna kill Hawkeye. That 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 doesn't Hawkeye? It doesn't happen, but the rumor at the time, if I remember correctly, that he wasn't going to make it out of this, someone wasn't going to make it out of this movie, and they keep uh, foreshadowing his death throughout this movie. They keep saying, oh, I'm going to work on this when I get home. I'm going to tear down this wall. I'm you're right. You're right. I'm like, and he almost dies multiple times. I'm like, they're going to get rid of him. 
And <laughs> I think they might have, but then when they lost Quicksilver, they kept Hawkeye instead. I don't know if that part I'm I'm that part I'm completely guessing on. You're right. I now know... that I'm thinking about it. Yeah, there's a lot of foreshadowing. Like, oh, I'm yeah. gonna oh, yeah. I'm gonna take care of that last project. Just one last project. Yeah, that, that is definitely I bet a setup line. Twenty fifteen, Mike was. 2015, Mike was probably in super distress. <laughs> and if I had been like 2015, Bill would have been dancing in his seat, like, oh, <laughs> thankful, thank good. Get rid of the pawn, keep the, the queen, the king, and the rook. Like, it just, just gotta go. You can, because I, I do know that this, there was two cuts of the ending of this movie where one where Quicksilver survived if they let him, if they if they were able to use him. Really, that's so weird. So Fox is an asshole. Yeah, Fox, look, do something or do or you know, shit or get off the pot, as my they dad did. used to say. It's called sell it to Disney. That's what they did. Yeah, yeah. good. Yeah, consequential now. <laughs> yeah, it really is all. In fun. And this is matter. yeah. And then you also have a really quick scene where Fear, where uh, Laura tells or asks Tony, "Hey, can you go fix the tractor?" And then Fury shows up and does a whole little talk to Iron Man about what happened and everything, which is just <laughs> I like that first okay. line. This whatever you do, try not to bring it to life. <laughs> <laughs> that <laughs> was funny. funny. <laughs> you know, I didn't. This scene is so unnecessary. It's just kind of like Fury's at it again, still doing Fury things, and then yeah. like, can't you just well, stay out of it? But then he opens his mouth and it's Samuel L. Jackson. I'm like, oh, yeah. hey, All right, you, you can come. You can join. Come on. You can hang out for a scene. It's fine. Real quick, just to back up. Just you know, you can tell are... I'm not to say something. But go. No, no, I'll, I'll, I'll let you say in a second. I, I just want to back up to the woodcutting scene because I said that he, uh, Captain America, delivered that, you know, any everyone who fights a war before it starts, people die. He says that here. So oh. in case you were punching your steering wheel, I'm sorry. <laughs> I, I pushed ahead. So go ahead, Mike. Uh, go ahead, Mike. I'll let the you. The thing that I need to say is you said unnecessary scene. Well, <laughs> I got an unnecessary scene for you. <laughs> uh, you have the part where Thor goes and meets Selvig. And, uh, goes, yes. and then Selvig, like, oh, hey, we can go to the special pool. But heroes that have went in here have not come back. And this really dumb shit. And there's a scene in the trailer of a, of a, of a female standing in this pond who looks like someone from Wakanda. Cut from the movie. Never seen, uh-huh. never mentioned, no idea what it represents. What? Never got it. It's in the website that I'm on right now that breaks down this movie scene by scene that I've been using to keep us along where we're going, along with my walk line. And it's in here, and like that is not in the movie at all. It, it, I hate this part where you have him get electrocuted, you have him, then you get the whole Infinity Stone background, like, oh, there are four Infinity, Infinity Stones in play, and it shows you the ethers, the stone, the Tesseract, the stone. I'm like, or that's if it's not here, it's very close. And it just irritates me because I know we're missing more of the scene. There's more stuff that was supposed to that Josh Whedon film that Disney went, no, 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 no. Our audience is a bunch of dumb fucks. Cut that <laughs> shit out. No, no, no. We want nothing. And it and it really makes me upset because I want to know more. I want to know what we're missing right here. And it, it all should be gone. Like, it just doesn't, it, it breaks up the movie in a way that I don't like and it doesn't fit. I said my piece. I just, yeah. <laughs> You're good. No, you, you said it. You said it all. I'll let Mike chime in in a second. I wrote in my notes for that. I said, in London, Thor with Skarsgård, and that ended. <laughs> that's my notes. Uh, it was lit- like you said, like, okay, that's we did that now. Stupid. Yeah, it doesn't make any sense. It's just you're in this now. It, it was introducing too many things at once. It's introducing a bath of visions and <laughs> zap bath. He's going to be in water, so it conducts a thing, and then he sees the Infinity Stones. So now everyone knows... Infinity Stones are a thing, I guess. I mean, for me as a viewer, I'm like, okay, those look important because you put well, them in space on the center of the screen. I'm, so I'm confused. Right. You know, it's later on when you get the Infinity Stone dump when he tells yes. the team about. Correct. This yeah. Is well, just where he sees things and starts putting it together. That's what it was. Oh yeah, yeah. Because even this explains splitting too. Because like the first part of it is just my notes say London Selvig. <laughs> that's yeah, it. No, that's it. Then, it's literally an end. Yeah. 
Hey, you, know, couple, is... you have Fury coaching the team. You have the Mindstone being put in Vision. You have the team splitting up. And right before the team splits up and leaves the Pharma house, this is also where you have Laura and Clint kiss again. Because, again, foreshadow, he ain't coming out of this movie alive. I'm going to keep saying this. <laughs> so, I mean, I just, I can't. I can't believe how much foreshadowing there is of his death that never happens in this movie. Yeah. That's so interesting. Yeah, I mean, and again, this might be 20, 2020, Bill, watching this, because I, you know, I'm like, I, I never caught any of that because I know he's alive. Like, I know he's in the other movies, clearly. So I guess I never connected those dots. That's so I, interesting. Yeah. I want to yeah. say Civil War either wasn't announced yet, or if it was announced, they didn't reveal a lot. They were very hush-hush at this time with certain things. This wasn't like now where we know phase four, we know almost the entire phase four ahead of time. Wow. And that, again, that's like, now it makes sense. Maybe they I'm didn't wrong. know. They didn't know. They didn't you know, know what they could get from Fox being all miserly with their, with their half pieces of properties. So my question for you, what did you think of the stupid Tony at the Nexus part where that, that scene where he goes to the internet to find what's stopping the stopping Ultron from getting the nuclear code? Yeah. Cause on the farmhouse, uh, Fury mentions that, that someone is preventing Ultron from, Getting the codes, and that's when they figure out that Duck that he's probably after Cho, so that's why they split up. But yeah, the Nexus scene was kind of dopey. Like it's it's just so Tony can find Jarvis, really. It, other than that, it serves no purpose. Yeah, it. it I didn't like it. I was they do like, a little. Eh. Yeah, they do a little foreshadowing when they say that um, he hasn't hit the nuclear codes yet because something is changing him constantly. Mm-hmm. So that's like a little foreshadowing, and I might have been before this. I think I <laughs> got lost this. in my notes. Okay, then never mind. I'll, I'll be quiet. It's right before this, <laughs> right before this at the farmhouse okay, yeah. that I, I skipped over. It's your little bit of your, of your Jarvis is still around foreshadowing because who else could have done that? Yeah, and then they cut back to Thor again for Thor's bath time, where he has the vision, <laughs> vision of the. I really Wait. hate this scene. Okay, if I, I haven't made that clear enough, I hate this scene. I mean, you got to admit that it's pretty cool when he actually sees the stones and they morph from the objects we know them as into the stones, and then they're kind of silhouetted over a yellow cloud in the background. That's kind of awesome. Yeah, it would have yeah, been more it's... awesome if we didn't get stuff cut. <laughs> oh, yeah, but that yeah, moment, I, right? yeah, then I, that's right, because they kept cutting back and forth between Thor and Skarsgård going to do a dream to the magic water, and then they're back in Oslo as Tony is, is walking into Data Place. And then we go back to Thor, and he's imagining the Infinity Stones. And I'm like, man, stop ping-ponging. Let's just linger on something for a minute. But yeah, that's the data dump. You know, that's the exposition. See all these things you've seen for the last five years? Here's the end result. These are all of these stones. They make magic powers happen. And then Thor, I guess, realized it, though? Although he knew there was... No, it's different than the different realms. Okay, never mind. So I guess this is like the realization for Thor. Okay, there's a bigger plan afoot. And the scepter that Loki's been carrying around for five movies, he's this is the the, the Mind Stone. But I don't think right. he knows as that yet. Yeah, no, they haven't. This is when we first find out that it is right. Because I, 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 again, glossed, I glossed over it a little bit. This is when, you, when he breaks the scepter open, takes out the Mind Stone, shoves it in Vision's head. And then he starts upload. Ultron starts uploading his conscience into Vision, which then, since he starts having flesh, for some, even though he's still robotic, for some reason, that's when Witch is able to read his mind and realizes that, He's going to destroy all humans. Yeah, what do you think of that one, Mike? Yeah, I, mm. or Michael Rather. Yeah, I mean, it's just it's hurrying the plot along. So they need to get the twins on the good side. So yeah. I do like Ultron's speech about when the Earth starts to settle, God throws a stone at it. It's very good. A good line. It's a good line. Yeah, it's and I like this. This is again. I felt it a little weird, and it, it makes sense because it gets its robot brain. It's a neural net, so it <laughs> works like a brain. But again, I'm like, well. 
you're not a computer hacker there, Scarlet, Scarlet Witch. You, did she immediately, as soon as he receives like real sentience in this fake, not really human body, which why would he want a human body since he doesn't really like humans in the first place? And that's who he's trying to eradicate. Uh, but I guess have... that has to be I guess that has to be Paul Bethany in, in, in 20 minutes. So I don't know. Yeah, they have the line about how he felt that humans need to evolve. Oh, right, yeah. He's he's supposed to be, like, the first of a new race. The first of a new style, yeah. So, I don't know. It's just uh, human bodies are so frail compared to the the mechanical monster that he's been. So, Uh, but again, fine. Again, I'm not... Again, as soon as I see that body now in the... Now in the uh, in the case, I'm like, Vision! Because I like Vision quite a bit. (laughs) Because I like Paul Bethany quite a bit. But anyway... um, He's a good actor. He is a great actor. So, yeah, it's he's a... it's fine. Again, we're moving along, like you said. And then the show gets shot for just because. Yeah, uh, because Wanda, Wanda snaps her out of the the mind right. control thing. And oh she yeah, starts, and she uh, she pauses the download or upload. Oh yeah. Or so then his he so then he shoots her because he's angry. And does yep. he give like does he give like a ah oh, yeah like, yeah <laughs> like a sigh fuck oh, bang yeah great I told you I was gonna do it. Again, yeah. single side, single side morality. I like that. That's and this is when you have the team shows up and attacks Joe's place and tries to rescue her, but they find her dying, but not dead, but dying and doesn't die. Uh, it's it's okay. Like I I I don't like this little scene, but I like it when they start going after the truck and you have another action scene yeah. where Cap jumps on the fucking truck. Oh, I was happy because I just love yeah. Cap. I have a thing for <laughs> Cap America. Like you do. Awesome character. <laughs> All right. You're, you're I did after this movie. Like I said, everything he does is awesome. So it is yeah, everything. He is pure, wrong. pure awesome. He's very good. It's, it's a good it's, battle. Even Hawkeye doesn't seem to think so. He's like, Cap, you're not a match for him. Thanks, Barton. <laughs> I love that. That's good too. And then Widow, Widow, when she's riding the bike, because she drops the bike out of the out of the Quinjet and starts chasing after him. And I like that part where she picks up the shield. It's like I'm always picking up your toys, guys. That, that was funny to. If you believe the toys, that part never happened because when the toys came out for this, it was Captain America on the bike coming out of the Quinjet. Oh, I wonder if they <laughs> changed it. Wow. No, I imagine it's more they don't think boys want a girl oh, toy. Oh, good point. Because I know sometimes toys will follow a, a an idea and then the sh- then they yeah, will change. Yeah, that could have been your probably right. Yeah, all We're seeing that right now with, with all the uh, Wonder Woman 84 merchandise that's out, even though the movie isn't. Interesting. And Black Widow stuff. That makes me so sad. Yeah. So sad. It's a bummer. It'll come out. It'll, the sun <laughs> will come out tomorrow. Either, either oh. though, if right here in July. Hey, hey, future everyone. Did the sun come out tomorrow? Are we out of this yet? Probably not. It's okay. It'll be all okay. Don't oh, panic. God. That reminds me. I saw a meme this morning. It's like someone said Black Widow should drop on Disney+. Plus. Someone said... If you want to see Black Widow drop on Disney Plus, jumped on an hour fifty something of uh, Endgame. Like, oh, oh, no. boy. <laughs> oh boy! Oh <laughs> boy! Right. That was whoever did that is cold blooded. That's rough. That's funny though. Pretty good. It's very. It's a good joke. It is good. I still hate that part, but we'll get there someday. So this is also when you have Nat ends up on the truck too. I don't remember why. I just I wrote that in my notes. Oh yeah, she's trying to. This is when she's okay. If I remember correctly, this is when she's trying to get the coffin or the cradle, whatever the hell it's called. And Cap is busy mm-hmm. fighting Ultron. Cap gets knocked onto a train. Well, I can think of a Spider Man too. Mm-hmm. And he's fighting Ultron, <laughs> trying to distract Ultron so they can get the cradle. And this is also when the twins finally show up on the good on the good guy side. Yeah, Cap has that great line. I think Hawkeye's like, just keep him busy. And then Cap's like, what do you think I'm doing? 
<laughs> yeah. think I've been doing. There's good dialogue throughout the, with the characters. And in that's the movie. a Wheaton touch. That's a Wheaton joke, mm-hmm. but it really works because it's we're integrated yeah, the action the that we're seeing. Right. It's not like watching. That's not like he they they cut to a person on the train playing Game Boy because Game Boy's <laughs> old. But look at that. I see that thing. I know that thing. So let's put it in the movie. I'm I'm glad that Avengers had a bit of yeah. Wheaton is done. Like he did these two movies and he was done. Oh yeah, he's he definitely was... a more natural fit this time around than it was. Absolutely, for kind of the craft is there. Uh, a lot more integrated. This is cool. Again, there's lots of stuff. I really enjoyed when the when the uh, it was a very goofy looking though. It was very silly when the uh, the the uh, the trailer the trailer the truck trailer lifts off. I don't remember how that or how that happened or who put so them there. the yeah. Ultron Legion are are lifting it up from the outside and then their faces open up and they have like thrusters inside them. <laughs> yes. Like, what because practical script, use does that have? Right, because the script because this. this script said you have to get this <laughs> thing off the air, and that'd be kind of cool if they could do that. Someone had an idea and they didn't really think to like establish it. They just said, "Moving on, let's just get this movie over with." I was just very silly looking when this trailer. They have a very long wide shot of this trailer just cruising <laughs> through space on these on these robot faces. I laughed. I was like, "That's so stupid looking," but I'm giggling, so I guess it's worth it. <laughs> so silly looking. But yeah, this is good. Again, this again, there's lots of phases to this. There's lots of hands in action. Um, Hawkeye's actually having some agency, and a lot of times he doesn't because again, he's just an arrow guy. But he's <laughs> like luring the the dip the 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 drones away in the in the spaceship, and yeah, this is cool. And uh, again, Captain America does a lot of the heavy lifting in this, and it's very good. Ultron's showing himself to be capable enough in battle. You know, it's not really his thing. I don't think as he's he's a he's a doer so much as a fighter. You know, yeah, if that makes sense. He's got yeah. some kind of telekinesis power, too, which okay. I thought was kind of odd. Yeah, I was thinking the exact same thing. I was like, hmm, that's weird. Okay, I'm glad I'm not the only one. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I need, Yeah, that's right. I forgot about that. Yeah, it's odd. Okay. Yeah, because he's, like, tearing up chunks out of the road. That's right. And Somehow. It's only in this one part, too. It goes away after this. <laughs> yeah, because that, that would have been really useful later on in the movie. Yeah, yeah it makes no sense whatsoever. Words, I got nothing. <laughs> I got nothing. <laughs> I, it didn't make any sense. But yeah, I, that's that's weird. I went along that, that's yeah. dropping this movie some points now. I, I can see this score falling in my brain. But no, not not that much. It, whatever. I don't care. It's fine. I, yeah, also, I, I completely that glossed over that. Yeah. Like right after they get the cradle, they lose. Because uh, Black Widow's trying to jump on the Quinjet and she gets grabbed by one of the Ultron bots by mm-hmm. the leg. Right. Apparently punches her in the face or something because she, she has a split lip later on when you see her. So. But that does nothing here nor there. But he grabs her and then she disappears and then Clinton's all upset and like, get out of here. And he's like, I gotta get her. And then they're like, go. And he, he doesn't want to go, which fits Hawkeye. You know, he's a he's a he loves her. So and then this is when you have the Spider-Man 2 moment when they're trying to stop the train. I I actually enjoyed this little scene where you have Quicksilver running out and grabbing people and moving them and Scarlet Witch trying to slow down the train. It's going through walls. Like I was like, okay, I'm amused. I don't know yeah. why, but I'm amused. Seeing her powers to like go under the train and try to st- Hold the wheels in place was pretty sweet. It was actually somehow very cool. Yeah, <laughs> just new facts. Yeah, we're just trying to give them things to do. So when they when when one of them buys it at the end, they, we we feel something, <laughs> which I don't think anyone does. But now that I know all this backstory, that it was supposed to be like Hawkeye and I, I or really baby think or you think your theory. I like your well, theory. My it's my it's theory, canon. but I I can't. I feel like it was rumored before this movie came out that someone wasn't coming out of this movie alive. And Hawkeye made the most sense at the time to lose him because you're adding two new Avengers. You don't really need Hawkeye in this movie. You're constantly building up that 
that like he has a family, he has this, he has that. Like it really felt like that's where they were trying to head with this movie. They don't go yeah, there, but it. Really I definitely did. feel like I remember hearing rumors of someone not making it out too. And even his ending shot. Okay, yeah. Never mind. I'm gonna stop talking about it. So we'll get there. Yeah. So this is um this is good. It's an effective scene, and we end up back at the lab. Unless anybody has anything else on. Yeah, because uh, Wand is like, oh yeah, Where, we where's it. the the cradle? It's like I sent it Stark. It's like he's he, that was dumb. Yeah, <laughs> I like that. That like, was Ultron's willing to do anything to to fill his ideals. Where do you think he? Where do you think he got that from? Yep. Very good. It's a very good, insightful moment from her, um, because again, she she kind of gets who he is, and it was like, a, and it was a neat. It was actually an interesting moment of Cap probably making a bad decision. Mm-hmm. He made it's that's just, a that she's right. That's a that was yeah. a poor decision on his part, and he's the guy who makes all the right ones. But again, as a leader, he has to make a decision, and sometimes they're bad, and this was not a good one. And so. right, right, yeah, she's definitely right because they cut back to the tower, and Tony's like, "Hey, the." Uh, Jarvis was the guy that was stopping Ultron. Let's let's put him in the cradle. Yeah. And Banner is like, what are you thinking? No, please <laughs> don't stop it. And that's when he has and that's when, like, I think Tony has this moment. I was like, look, again, he's repeating the theme from before. But he's like, look, you, we're mad scientists. This is just what we do. We're, 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 we're crazy people. So let's just do what we do and make cool science happen. But it's right before the scene where you have Natalie or. All right, where she she's sitting in a cell and she has a split lip that I was making fun of because I'm like, well, how did she get a split lip? But she has yeah, that's split right lip. after. That's actually right after this. They yeah, yeah. Start oh, maybe I have my Notron. But I, I like yeah. this part where Ultron's talking to her and he's starting to kind of explain her plan. And as he's talking, you see a hand rip into Ultron's face, pull it apart. And he's like, and we evolve or something. Some kind of he makes some yeah. kind of comment. It's like whatever doesn't kill us makes me stronger. It's great. And he just has her locked cool. up in a cell for no reason whatsoever. Just he's like, eh, whatever, I gotcha. And his and, new body is freaking giant. It's like nine feet tall. And it's also closer to the comic version of him. Right. Not it's still not the comic, but it's cl- the head the head shape is closer. Yeah, we haven't really talked about his design. He actually looks super cool. The Funko Pop does not. Yeah, well. Oh, I don't I don't know about that. But he does look fantastic. <laughs> I mean, it's what's really great about him is that it takes the the best parts of Transformers and removes the worst part. So he's very <laughs> articulated and he has he, he can make great facial animations and they all make sense. Like I said in the original Iron Man a thousand years ago, it's cool when 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 tech makes sense, makes physical sense. It's not like fish scales and nano machines and whatever else it is. It just makes sense, right? Everything and he can be emote really well. His eyes are emotive, even though they're pretty static. You know, they don't really do much, but his his eyebrows and his facial expressions, it's excellent. It's an excellent design um, and, and just looks freaking badass uh, from just a visual standpoint. The only part that, like, is kind of off-putting is they, like, gave him teeth. They're, like, weird silver teeth inside his yeah. mouth. Yeah. It's a little <laughs> odd. Well, you need something to break when his face gets smashed in to make it look creepy and gross, <laughs> I guess. I guess, yeah, teeth are weird. Like, what's he doing? Chomping out on a hamburger? I, yeah, I guess what is he using teeth for? That's a good, very good point. He's a hamburger right now. Man, you ain't kidding. It's noon. I got the case of the hungries. Yeah, anyway, fine. that was useless. That was a useless sentence. So, yeah, no, he, he looks he looks fantastic. I agree with you. Um, I agree with you, Michael. And this is and then we were talking before you have Jarvis. Like, I at, at that part where he puts Jarvis into the cradle because he's an idiot. That's a good way to put it. And this is also when you have the Avengers start squabbling again and they're fighting because they Again, you start seeing more and more of them not agreeing with each other. Cause like you just created Ultron, now you're gonna put Jarvis in this thing that we don't understand. And this and the part where Thor just shows up and hits it with lightning 
it feels like we're missing something again. Because mm-hmm. he does it supposedly because he had because of his vision that the Mind Stone he was going to hit it with lightning and activate it to make vision. Like he knew he, about it, but he we says never... that he sees a vision of like the world being sucked into abyss, and at the center is the Mind Stone. So he figures, why not get it on our side if we can before it's... that happens? So you read that as him trying to see. That's a very confusing bit because we all got something different out of it. <laughs> You you saw that as as him trying to like activate it. I saw him as just as trying to stop it or or override it or blow it up or destroy it oh, because maybe that's he's, more accurate. Because yeah. he saw it because he's he's seen it seen it. He saw in his vision <laughs> this uh this this uh it being destructive. Yeah, and also may I just back up two seconds? I'm sorry. I just want to very quickly when she's back in the in the cage and we'll go back to them in the cradle. The cage in the cradle. He locks her. So Ultron locks her in a cage. With a with a radio with a Morse code device, <laughs> like did he? Unless he yeah. wanted that to happen, all of a sudden she's ta da ta da ta tap, and then Hawkeye just happens to be by a bunch of radio equipment, ta da ta 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 tap. Like really, that was just oh no, it was a banner. I guess it was banner by it because banner goes. No, it, was, it was Hawkeye. It was Hawkeye. So it's I don't know. Character. That just seems so. I was like, really? All right, movie ass movie. Yeah. movie. I I I've played your little game for far too long. I, I haven't thought of that, but like they do say later on that that Ultron's waiting for them before he starts his plan. So it's yeah, possible he intended it. And he's I bummed guess. out. Yeah, I guess. And Ultron's bummed out that everyone hates him. He actually his morality <laughs> gets through. Yeah, he says it. Like, he's like everyone hates me now. Like he's, he's bummed. Yeah. So yeah, back to the we can go back to the lab now. And yeah, that's I read Thor with his lightning as I need to destroy this thing and use all my might because this thing Maybe. is more dangerous than you think. That's more accurate. Not the way I took it, but but I it wasn't that. clear. See, so the movie wasn't clear. Yeah, right. Yeah. Again, I feel like we're missing parts of it that we should have had. No, I, I, I totally agree with you now I'm as we're stop. talking about I, it. I, no, it makes I me agree. <laughs> Don't mind. It's like I felt like it was kind of a callback to the first Avengers when Thor hits Iron Man with his lightning and it powers up the suit. When he hits the cradle, it shows a power overload on the, on right. the monitor. Right. That reads to me, I'm trying to destroy it. I'm tw- I want to break this thing. <laughs> it really could I... go either way. It's very unclear. It's very ambiguous, yeah. And it shouldn't be. This is this is an important part of the movie. But this and is the part... Have... Yep, go Make ahead. Naked Vision. Naked Vision. <laughs> Naked Vision. I put it in my notes. <laughs> Naked Vision? That's what it looks like. He gets up, he, ha- he doesn't put on his cape or his cloak yet. He's just this red figure that just wakes up and he starts punching them. Yeah, he kind of has this like Prometheus moment. Like, he kind of crawls up and stands, yeah. Um, this leads into my into my well, they all start wailing on him, right? They don't. Uh, they don't... Thor fights him a little bit. I want to yeah. say just because he punches him, and he and he and he doesn't take on for it. Gives he's staring out the window, puts on the cape, then he starts talking. They realize it's Jarvis's vo- Paul Bethany, you know Jarvis's voice, and they calm right. down. And you I know, do you like that that bit where he just looks at Thor's cape? He's like, "Yeah, I want one of those too." Yeah. <laughs> he makes the cape. He makes the cape. Yeah, that which is very cool. But that that scene where he kind of flies to the to the edge of the bit with the window is probably my favorite scene in the movie it is gorgeous um mm-hmm. he, he's at that window is this big wide shot kind of a wide kind of crane shot from the outside and you see the lights of the city beneath him and you see just this big window him just staring out because this is the first time he's actually physically seen something yeah. and he's just looking at this very I beautiful catch scene. It like that oh i i thought it was gorgeous and then he's kind of like and he, he's looking at the his reflection his reflection comes into view and he sees himself as a self like he's never had a self he's always been in things tony's made yeah. and he's realizing he's now a sentient being 
in a very cool body, you know, where vibranium made body. And it is visually stunning. And I, I that was like, oh, my gosh, this is gorgeous. Because, <laughs> again, it's somebody coming to life. It's it's like watching someone be born and have those first moments. You know, I, one of the things I like asking people about games, because this is normally a gaming show, but games is what's the one game you wish you could play all over again for the first time? Like experience it for the first time. Like have that first time moment. And that's a first time moment for him. And it is so effective and I was just gorgeous. And then what he's saying after that, he has these lines. He's like, you know, whose side are you on? I'm on the side of life. Yeah. He's not that simple. Yeah. I'm not that. I'm on the side of life. Like, so, and he actually, again, towards the end with Ultron, he has has another amazing moment at the end with Ultron. And it's just beautiful, beautiful. He's, he recognizes he's in pain, but he's got to be destroyed. I I, I understand who he is because he's been blocking him all through this whole thing. And he's learned him. Ultron's in pain and he's, but he, but we have to stop him. And it's because he's going to wreck the world if left up to his devices. And then he picks up the hammer. <laughs> yeah. Which it's like, I, it's like, I don't know how to make you trust me, but we need to go. And he just hands Mjolnir to Thor. That is oh, a great part. It's so awesome. And I didn't get it the first time around. I just didn't get it. I thought it was just a joke, like a callback to the original. And then I, I actually shouted and went, He's worthy. Oh, oh, okay. I get yep. it. Yes. The whole part pays off yes. from earlier. Yay, he's worthy. I seriously did not catch that, you know, five years ago when I first saw it. And I haven't seen it since. That made me really glad. Like I was like, oh, this is great. Now Thor's like, gotcha. You're on our team. Very <laughs> yep. good. Let's go. Yep. I'm picking you for the kickball team. You're we in. We got our, our cool suit up sequence where we're introduced to Friday. The, the new Jarvis mm. replacement. You don't like you don't like Freddy? No, I do not. Oh, really? Freddy's from cool. the comics though too, so but no, I Is just she... don't care for. It. Yeah. Yeah, I, I I thought it was neat, like the Jarvis replacement. Yeah. No, I, I even changed my Siri to have an Irish accent because of her. <laughs> <laughs> and then this is also like when they when they go to then after they I do like the prepping team real quick where they're grabbing stuff. He's like, we got three minutes. And, they, and I was kind of curious, like, all of them Quicksilver grabs some shoes. And I'm like, why do they have his size of shoes? Like, I was thinking to myself, like, hmm, you're it's not funny. part of the team, buddy. It's stupid, but it came to my head and he throws her the red jacket, which again, I smiled because she's supposed to wear red. So I'm like, yep. ah. she's and he puts on a blue witch. shirt because he's a Scarlet blue witch. character. Mm-hmm. And this is when like, this is when you start having them. They go to Sokolavia and they start the evacuation. They just start trying to like I like the part where Quicksilver runs into a runs into the police. He's like, oh, you got to go. You got to go. And nobody goes. He runs in with an AK-47 starts shooting and then they all start moving. It, it was funny. get off your asses. Yeah, that's very funny. <laughs> Before mm, that, though, that's when that's when Bruce and uh, Bruce rescues uh, Black Widow. Uh, the, the only way that Bruce could, I, I don't know why, I guess, because I guess everyone's gone because they're now gone to go go, you know, do the destruction. Oh, thing. yeah, that's also right at this point. For, no, they know where she is. Yeah, but because, because of the Morse code. Bruce doesn't want to fight because he's upset after how many people he killed in Africa. He doesn't want to go Hulk. So he just he's the one sent to go rescue her. Right. And he wants to he's like, let's just disappear. And she's like, she's kind of thinking we got like a job to do. And isn't this the moment where, no, this is not the moment. There's a couple things that happen, right? Yeah, 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 I'll I'll wait. We'll get there. You know what I'm saying. Okay. You have Iron Man confronts Ultron, does a little like a little speech or something. I don't remember the details because I didn't care. But I I like what comes right after this is that's when all of a sudden all the bots start climbing out of everywhere. And it reminds Mm -hmm. me like a horror movie or something where you see them coming out of the ground, coming out of everywhere and just. 
and I, I love that because the whole idea that Ultron is every single one. He's in the yeah. he's in he can control any one of these bodies is him. Right. At the same time, basically. But in the church, isn't that when Vision uh, starts to kind of hack Ultron almost because he shows mm-hmm. up? Yes. Vision yeah. shows up and I like that because, you know, with the Internet, I mean, the idea anything can be everywhere, as we found if we, as we've seen in today's world. And Vision ends up grabbing his head and burns him out of the Internet so he cannot run away and he can only go inside the bodies he already has. Mm-hmm. Right. Because we yeah. gotta finish, we gotta get this movie done. Like, come on, yeah. what we gotta do? R- run around to every computer and turn it off and unplug it. No. <laughs> let's just let Vision do a Vision thing, and and let's 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 it's now cool. get to the and end here. This is yeah, also cool. when yeah. he activates Leviosa, as I put it in yeah. my notes. Yeah, he and, says, uh, uh, "says you took away my world, I'm gonna take away yours," and activates the the lift. Leviosa. It's Leviosa, right now. I think it goes right. <laughs> it's been a while. Something like that. So, but then it cuts back to Danette and Bruce. Where they kiss. I'm mm. sure Bill was super excited. Oh, my heart went a flutter when when when, <laughs> when they embraced. And I'm sure smooched. the beer got spit out or whatever you're drinking. <laughs> I'm sure that happened. Oh, yeah, the, like, next, mm. the next bit's good. Like, I adore you, but I need the other guy. She just pushes him off a cliff. Yep, that, that's good. And that's that's a good one. And that actually brought to my brain, like, again, she's, she's OG S.H.I.E.L.D. And this actually kind of like, at the very, very end, when we see Fury again, I'm like, I'm thinking, is was her... Is she manipulating him this whole time? Because again, this romance comes from nowhere. Like, there's no reason for her to be flirty. And he's for the whole time, what are you doing? I don't know. So, is this like her way of like manipulating and controlling him? Like, I'm going to smack the shit out of him and, mo- and throw him down a pit. He will turn into Hulk if I throw him down to a pit. Like you said, I need the other guy. Mm. I, so, that kind of. I wanted to say no, like, but it would, it would so, fit her either. character. It would fit her character. It would yeah. fit her as a shield agent. You know, she's OG shield, right? Like that. I'm only saying no because I like her, and that idea makes me not like her as much. So I'm <laughs> <saying> no. <laughs> uh, I, don't, like... I don't know. I again, that would make that would make more sense, um, and make me dislike the relationship less, or maybe sorry, make me like the relationship more. I, I don't I, think so. I, I don't. Do th- like I think I just part, came so. up with a better idea. Damn it! And then I like the way that she gets up to the island. Because the island's already been floating away at this point, she rides Hulk, and he like on his back, and then he pulls her all the way up yeah. there. And it's cool; they have a connection, right? She can do that, like nobody else probably could. And it also shows Bruce really starting to learn how to control and be have have a little more agency over this monster that he is, mm-hmm. which is important because that's what he's trying to do. He's trying to like he the whole movie. He's basically saying, and at the end. He's like, I can't control this. I, this is a, this is a weapon that has no steering wheel on it. You know, like this is a tank with no steering wheel, and this can't be. Like I can't be because I, I I'm smart enough to know that. But in these moments, he's starting to learn. Like I got some control. I, I'll let Scarlet, uh, Scarlet, I'll let Black Widow kind of like shoot me up the up the, you know, utilize me as at least a usable weapon as opposed to a wild rampant one. Good way to put it. And then you have a dumb scene that I wrote in here just because I, it needed to be in here because of Indiana Jones. There's a part where you have like they're rescuing some people like get in the tub. I had a good laugh at that. Away in a tub. Yeah, I mean, from what you've been saying, it sounds like they just wanted another scene of people being saved. Yeah. I, I I couldn't find anything when I Google, but I swear I remember tons of backlash when Man of Steel came out. I 
I just can't remember, unfortunately. But I, I feel like that's got to be the only reason why you have all this shit constantly. And, and right now, we're in the last third of the movie where you have Ultron bots everywhere. Some people escape. Most people didn't. And they're trying to save people while they're fighting Ultron bots. Yeah, not to get off track with Man of Steel. It, there was a lot of backlash for that. That was... Yeah. Cause it, cause, I just... and, and rightfully so, because, <laughs> again, I... I I was I'm from northern New Jersey. I grew up about 20 minutes from New York and my wife was in New York at that time cuz she was lived in New York for about 14 years. And so anything that comes up that looks 911y really hits a weird chord with me. Now I wasn't in the city for 911. I'm not misappropriating that at all. Um, again I lived about, you know, 20 or so miles from it. But so anything though that has that kind of like smell to it where you whenever I see like buildings in New York getting smashed like and I said in Avengers I always think of it I always think like oh my god there's people in there like I cannot not think that when when Man of Steel happens and it, they're literally leveling buildings in Metropolis and I'm thinking just like there's a thousand people in that building like that just collapsed hey asshole maybe take your fight to a desert where you're not destroying <laughs> everything yeah I I despair buys that so yes i could see that being a big backlash and having a reaction in this movie like we can't like we gotta save some people we can't show people getting destroyed break Mm -hmm. the break the the unfinished building cool whatever that's property property values sorry you know that's that's a different thing so yeah no i think it's worth mentioning yeah. Oh, and I think I skipped over this, but there is a scene where Banner is, is talking to Nat how he wants to leave. And he or he talked about she, oh, during that shower scene, I think he talked about how, you know, we, I can't have kids. And she's like, and that's when she tells him how she yes. can't have kids. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. Very important scene because they talk about how she got one of the things about when the Red Room and her training, they sterilized. So that, that, that plays such a big part in her character. But also, like, when you have all the team fighting and you have them killing robots and robots and robots, this is also when you have the big Hawkeye speech. Oh, man. This is probably my favorite moment in the movie. It's fantastic. It's number two. It's number two. We're fighting an army of robots and I have a bow and arrow. None of this makes sense. (laughs) It it is a wake-up call to the audience and a wake-up call to her. And it shows him being just a... Decis- not decisive. I'm trying to find the right word for this. It's very, it's very good because again, he's just. Sl- it's like a slap. Hey, <laughs> wake up, sunshine. You could have two choices. You can either sit here mm. in the rubble and hide, which is fine. Go ahead. You sit here in the rubble. But if you're going to jump out, you got to help. Yeah. Because you step like out that door, you are an Avenger. You I, I really of- do like that scene. Oh, I love it. It's got this directness to it. It's got like this almost like an army thing. It fits his character because he's a soldier, essentially. Like that's who he is. And it's like kind of like what Captain America would say, but but almost more direct and almost a little mean. Like if you want to sit here and do nothing, sit here. We'll make sure your brother gets you. Fine. No, we want no judgment. But if you jump out of this thing, you are an Avenger. And now you got to help out. Like, don't just whine and run around. So interesting because he's got stakes because, again, he's not Thor. Right, he gets hit by three bullets. He's dead, as we're yeah, all as thinking. We, yeah. As I guess, yeah. I guess, as I guess, as Mike, as, as Mike is thinking, I wasn't thinking that. As Mike is thinking, I get hit with yeah, three bullets. I'm done. But you, with all your superpowers, if you don't want to use them, fine. But just don't follow me. Don't get in my way. Because, like you said, I got I got arrows. <laughs> what in God's name? Which I've been thinking about for you know seven movies or whatever. You just got arrows. Like, what are you really doing at doing here? So it was. It is my second favorite scene, other than um, other than the beauty of Vision realizing that he's sentient and he has a body and he's a person. 
Very good. It, it's it's really good though with everything happening like you when you have them trying to rescue people and you have them fighting like i i really got into all this action later in the movie more than i was expecting to including the woman in the red car oh, that stupid. part is yes. cut that cut that give me more thor in the bath tell me what whatever the hell he's doing there you like, i need, need more it. of that you have a car fall off he's holding the bumper then thor grabs the girl tosses the girl up the cap and cap throws her on right. the bridge and saves her so I'm not I'm not a doctor, but her arm <laughs> would be so out of that socket at the very least, if not just completely ripped off of her body when he throws her with that much force. You know how much gross stuff I like. That would have been great. Actually, <laughs> I, I forgot to actually save her. And I actually thought that was going to be like a cathartic moment where Captain America realizes I can't save everybody. That would have been better. Oh, my God, it would have been better. I, I thought it was. I literally because that that red car starts going down and I'm like, oh, wow, she's going to die. And yeah, it, like nope. I just said, not to reiterate myself, maybe Captain realizes, huh, I can't always be the hero. That would have been a really cool character building moment. Yeah, and it's instead, too, it's you... too late in the movie to learn a lesson. And you have yeah, to this car. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we have an entire NCU. And look, it's now we're on minute. We're on like minutes. We're like an hour Ooh, 45 in this. Yeah. And we got a lot to do. Still. This episode we got is almost longer than the movie at the moment. <laughs> it's but, going to be. Just, I know. Hey, I knew that already. Everyone? Hey, fam, who watching, who listen to this thing, these episodes are going to be long. So listen, you know, uh, break them up into pieces. Even, you know, do what I do. Listen we to them while you're to. doing the dishes <laughs> or something. Yeah, while you're doing the dishes, you know, listen 20 minutes, come back later. It's fine. That's why these, That's why we recorded earlier today. Indeed. <laughs> I knew this was going to be a three-hour episode. Indeed. All right. Wait till, yeah, wait till. Wait till so in the other car, oh, I know. When the other car gets picked up, that after, like, a store grab both cars, you also see the people get out and they start throwing up. It just said retching on my <laughs> subtitles. I was laughing, but it makes sense. That's what I'd be doing, too. Yeah, yeah I mean. And I, I did yeah. like it. This is around the time when Widow ends up extending oh, her little shock things, and she just starts. I love so that. awesome. Just that slow-mo walk of her exiting the building and just letting loose with her powers is so badass. And again, you have, as I wrote in my notes, team moves. I don't remember exactly, but you have tons of like them doing, as you said before, Marvel Ultimate Alliance 2 moves. <laughs> constantly. Yeah. And they have to, because this scene is really just a bunch of fighting robots that are really no threat. And again, this is, you no. know, it's it's really just a swell of, of things. There's even a scene later when, when they're all surrounding the, you know, the flight MacGuffin, whatever it is, where <laughs> he's carrier. like, you know, is that all you got? And he brings all these robots. And I'm thinking... Just do the Thor hammer thing again. Just I take your the, shield, smash it, you're done. But as there's dumb, lots of, yeah. dumb as that scene is, I like it. We'll get back to that. I mean, it's a little later, but there's yeah. you have so you have to have if you're gonna fight just um, basically dummies, like literal, just they're just dummies. They're just things to blow up because blowing up things are cool in action movies. I mean, listen, I'm a guy. I mean, I'm a guy, but I'm a person with a brain. Like I enjoy that. That's fun. But if you're going to do that, do it in an interesting manner. And they do. It's like you said, there's lots of com you know, com uh, you know, lots of combos and, you know, like in the video, like in a video game, you know, people leaping off of each other. And, and again, I, I tried to take scattered notes. I just gave up and just watched it. But um, <laughs> it was it was very it was good. I remember not liking it as much when I first watched it because it, there's there are no stakes. There's no the only stakes we have are these things are now preventing our heroes from stopping the big problem which again is the 
scene of the city lifting off, and I don't know if we're quite there yet. Oh, it's happening. It, it's getting pretty high. This is around the part where you would have had her looking out the edge saying, hey, if we're okay. going to die, this isn't a bad way to go. Oh, so we've gotten there. Okay, so we've already... You have Thor fighting Ultron, and then this is he also like blows up that body, but of course Ultron has more bodies. I, it's not, it doesn't happen right there. It happens a little later, but he does... Oh, I'm, I think I'm skipping ahead. But this is also when you have... Fury shows up with a helicarrier, and all the little lifeboats start coming out. Uh-huh. Because why not? So did we? But did we paper over the the big the big you know hero shot of all? We haven't of gotten there together? yet. We haven't gotten there yet. Okay. Nope. That's a little bit. Yes, you're right. Shield ship, sorry. There's a lot going on in the scene, folks. It's a lot this, in, this, in this movie. It's like, a this very it's a very busy Act Three final battle thing. So yes, the shield ship appears. They deploy some of those um, cargo ships so everybody can now get off safely because people can't die. You're 100 percent correct. And War Machine shows up. Terry yeah. Howard. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Mike, I think you're confused. Yes, yes. <laughs> no, I, I, know, about... I know. Was, I like that. I like it that he was included. Like they have Bogey start attacking the ship. Like we got a we got a plan for that. And then War Machine finally pops out and starts doing something. I was yep. like, okay, they found a way to put him in this movie. Yeah. He uses his uh, his shoulder gun a lot, which is very cool. He has this dumb line. He's like, here comes the war machine. And you're like, you are a cornball, my friend. That's <laughs> not good. Don't say he's, those words. He's in it for the glory. He's like, this is going to be a great story. Yeah, well, that was it. Yeah, he's this yeah. great story. Yeah, I kind of agree. I like his point. character better later, not in this movie. It's kind of blah. He's, he's, only here for, he's only here for a yeah. minute. It's not, I don't begrudge it. But yeah, they got to they gotta show him do something. Which um, made me happy, though. Because yeah, it's it obvious that he wasn't in Avengers. Yeah, yeah no, he'd be. Yeah. Yeah, and you, if you're going to introduce. Like, they, I mean, they fixed that in later movies. They introduce a character that's around in this world. They have to be where everything is happening. You can't just have them hiding out somewhere. Yeah, like, but the problem with War Machine. I'm sorry, but the problem with War Machine is he doesn't really have anything interesting to do. Like, he doesn't have anything that's not on Iron Man. Like, he's like Mark III of the Iron Man suit, and he's on Mark 85, you know? So you I don't know what else long. he really does, and I don't remember. So. Like he doesn't have like a chest core where he can shoot the big laser. He just he yes. just has some pretty cool oh. armaments that were designed by that were designed by Sam Rockwell. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure they replaced and them. But <laughs> you also have an Ultron bot like burst into the helicarrier where they have to go. They shoot it, which is kind of oh, cool. That, that was like, the way oh. that thing crawls around the ground. Like Mike and I just played through Silent Hill, and it made me think of that instantly. The way it just crawls along the ground, super speed. Uh, I thought of Resident mistake. Evil. I was thinking of Resident Evil. Don't they do a lot of that too? And but yeah, yeah, no, yeah. very video gamey. It was so cool. This creepy grinning face. And this <laughs> is this is part you're talking about. They go meet up at the core, and right before, the, as they're all trying to get to the core, the church is because there's some machine that's that's the machine that's raising the island is in the core. You have a very quick part with Nat driving a plow truck running over Ultron Bot, which made me smile. Yeah, is this where she very and funny. Clint are talking? He's talking about remodeling the house some more. Um, no, that's a little bit after when they're trying to escape and she's driving. They're driving a car together. Oh yeah, they're in some kind of convertible. Again, thing. right before he should have died. I mean, it's just constant. It like, all I, adds up. It really does add up. I, you know, I'm I'm on board with you. I'm I'm on your side. And this is also when you have the when the when the Ultron army attacks the church and he makes that line. That all you got? And then he just summons up like hundreds of them right after is that. Is this when Vision uses Mjolnir? 
Yes, when they to knock they they I think Thor and Vision use it yes, to knock out Ultron. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, okay. He's like, I only have so many things to say. He's like, I'm son of Odin, and then he hits him. <laughs> I'm running out of things to say. Are you ready? <laughs> <laughs> Clever Thor is such a wonderful character. I I love his arc from just this a jerk jerk dude who takes himself too seriously in the original Thor. You know, son of Odin and Loki and oh my father, and now he's just they've realized he's way more fun. He's just more affable and just a little more clever. He, he'll make that joke. And when he jokes like that come out of his mouth, it's wonderful because again, it's we've built through that, this whole, this whole series so far. So yeah, that's a wonderful little moment. Until, got they go, to say. until they go full ham and Ragnarok, but we'll get there. He, when he, when he turns it, when he turns <laughs> into a slapstick character, we'll yeah. get there. I know we will. Yeah. <laughs> I haven't seen it since. Again, I have but... thoughts. I'm, I'm excited for that one too. But this is also when you have the money shot where they're all in the church and they end up surrounding that thing, and all these bots just come everywhere attacking them. The only purpose is to hit this one little button on mm. top of the whatever the hell that thing is. And I I love this scene. Like I I remember not enjoying it much as I thought I would, but I really enjoyed watching them just all fight together, ripping apart these bots trying to stop Ultron from doing the one thing he's trying to do, which is at this point a uh, reverse the polarity of the Island. So it shoots into the earth and just kills many people as he can. Yeah. You got the camera panning around with the, uh, the button in the center and he's seeing each Avenger destroying a bunch of bots in their own ways. It's, it's pretty awesome. It's really cool. And then I, I like it right after this, when they, when the real Ultron ends up, they end up electrocuting him, shooting him with, uh, Repulsor beams and vision shoots them with his beam all at the same time. They just start melting him. That's mm-hmm. it. Yeah, they start really, yeah, like melting him. Those hero shots seem so forced for me. I'm never, they're yeah. fine. But again, they're, it's a device to give everyone in the audience the hooray moment. The yeah. Avengers I mean, are back together. Here's the new Avengers. And then the new Avengers eventually, in within 15 minutes, go away and <laughs> have a new Avengers on top of the new Avengers. But here's the Avengers. They're a team again. Everyone's yeah. back together. Hip, it's, hip, hooray. And it's, and like, it's just trailer bait. It's just it's stuff ex- for the trailers. Yes, it's big trailer yeah. bait. It's big poster bait. It's big whatever bait. And, and this is I, also... Yeah. Are you good? Keep going. Oh, no, I was just going to... I'm just going to repeat myself. I just... It's fine. I think it's a very effective moment. But I didn't get that sense of hurrah, hooray, yay, we're back together. I got this idea of like, well, a slow motion shot. What is this, like 10 years ago? We're done with these. We don't do slow motion shots anymore in movies. So, yeah, I, I didn't, it didn't affect me as much as I think other people. But it's there. It's got to be there. It's a piece of the piece of the puzzle that needs to fit. So there and you have like a lot of stuff happening at once. You have Vision and War Machine are stopping all the flying bots that are trying, because Ultron realized he's losing, so he's trying to escape the island now with at least something. So Because if he gets away with just one body, he doesn't die, and they know that. So they're starting to gun those down. You have all the Avengers heading to the boats. This is the part when Hawkeye and Natalie are in a car, and you have that line where he where he's like, I'm going to tear down that wall. And, you know, again, I felt more foreshadowing his death. Mm-hmm. And then Scarlet Witch also, she's the one that volunteers to stay behind because somebody has to watch the button until it's time to go. Because if they don't, as you see in a little bit, what happens if one robot touches that button? It's and, all. It's all up. And you also have Natalie, like she tries to do the Hulk lullaby. Like she gets Hulk. She's like, okay, it's time for the lullaby. And then he's about to do it. But Ultron had ran into a Quinjet and he's driving the jet and he shoots the Hulk, which again, distracts the Hulk and he goes, runs off. And I think he ju- he ends up jumping into the Quinjet and rips Ultron out of it. Yes. Which is cool. But one another big scene that I didn't realize the importance of it is you have when when Ultron is still in that jet, 
you have Hawkeye standing on a carrier. He's about to go, and somebody's like, my son didn't make it. And he gets out the jet, and he runs to go save the kid. And as right. he goes and he grabs that kid, you have, you know, you see the Quinjet line up. He's been shooting. You, you see the shots coming. Like, I'm like, oh, that's the end of Hawkeye. It also mm-hmm. flips over. For yeah, some so. reason, can't grab them and run. He runs in front of the bullet. Yeah, he pushes them out of the way. But he could have just grabbed them. I didn't. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, we don't but need like them. Like you said, they, they, they couldn't use them. So might as well. well yeah. Fox, Fox owns them, so what are you yeah. gonna do with them? I guess. I okay. So there, the scene. Well, for, I'll let I'll let um I'll let Michael uh, chime in on this first. Oh no, Mike 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 covered it pretty well. Just okay. We we get the final payoff of you didn't see that coming, and then he just kind of collapses. Yeah, Except. I could care less about this guy. <laughs> I really could. I could care less. I didn't care less you know, five years ago, and I don't care less now. Not because of the actor, the performance. He's been in like five scenes. We've seen him go fast and do fast things. He, he, it's, he's a, it's a very disposable throwaway character. They try to set it up with a heroic death. It's fine. He saves Hawkeye, which I think probably at the time I was like, oh, God, really? What? He's still here? You it should have been Hawkeye. <laughs> it should have been Hawkeye, I guess. Hawkeye yeah. is the one that you're building up this entire time. It, sh- it should have been him. It should have, I guess, yeah, it probably should have been him. I, I do like the, look on his face when he turns around he sees the kid he kind of has this like look of i'm not gonna make it out of here yeah like he kind of just like sighs and goes i really think they i really thought they were gonna kill me and he point. just runs and he just runs and again i think the energy behind it was man i really think you're right it was i'm not gonna make it out of here and but this is who i am this is who we are we said no one gets left behind i have no right to sit on here and fly away when the kid's gonna be about murdered by a murder robot so I think it's okay. I just the kid has a very respect. The the Quicksilver has a very respectful death. You know, of course, Hawkeye brings him back on the ship. They all wait for him because you know, got to wait for him. And um, that's it. And then and then and then he lays down in the in on the on the um, cargo ship. And I actually thought like, ooh, like maybe that looks like he's gonna die. But I know he's not, obviously. But huh? Like he lays down. It's like a t- from above shot. That's kind of just kind of coming back slowly. It's a it's cool that- moment. Yeah, it's a cool moment, but again, I I could care less about the kid who gets <laughs> killed literally. No, it it should have been Hawkeye because it it they built it up in this entire movie. It really should have been him. We, I um, like Hawkeye, but still, we skipped over the scene of after Scarlet Witch comes out of the the building and tears up all the butts. Uh, Quicksilver comes in and they speed off. He's like, "Keep up, old man." Hawkeye oh yeah, draws his bow. It's like I could shoot him right now. No one would know. I saw Ultron sitting on him. <laughs> Last I saw Ultron, on him. I think that was a an ad lib, and they just decided to keep it in. It's wonderful. I it's my my great. wife my wife actually mentioned it this morning. She's like, yeah, that's really funny when he comes out and it's like, <laughs> I could do it right here. Very funny. Again, personable. I actually see some personality from him. Yeah. Finally, some some depth, some interest. I I walked away. Like I said. Man, I, I now like Hawkeye. I would say that during the series. I miss him already. That's <laughs> <laughs> good stuff. Uh, and then you you have a brief scene because it's it's Hulk that puts puts Natalie or Black Widow on the hell on the helicarrier and then jumps off and takes the pulls Ultron out of the Quinjet. Yeah, he's he's done with his shenanigans and leaves, <laughs> which we'll talk about a little bit more because it's in the ending. And then you also at the same time you have Tony is trying to figure out how to stop this island. So they come up with the idea that he's going to go below it, cut a cut a hole into the core and at, at the bottom of the core and shoot it. And then the idea is that Thor will then lighten the top of the core. Yeah, so that's, that's the idea. And and after and I like how Scarlet Witch is guardian. But after her brother dies, she flips out and then she leaves like she's the reason that this thing goes in overdrive because she's like, oh, you killed my brother. Well, time to go. And she just leaves. 
Yeah, her uh, <laughs> her meltdown's pretty pretty unreal too. Or she uh-huh. falls to her knees and sends out that shockwave, basically disintegrates all the robots that are near her. Like her so, powers are insane. So what yeah. You, so Bill, what did you think about the part when she finds Ultron and pulls out his metal heart? Because you know a robot's got to have a heart. I thought it was effective enough. I was fine. I I really liked it. Was, it was cool. It was a cathartic moment for her. It was it was earned as much as as much it could be given how little time she has in the movie. I actually liked it. I was, it was fine. I, I, does a robot have to have a metal heart? Well, no. But you know, it's a movie ass movie. I'll take it. It's fine. You can have a robot heart. It was cool. It was kind of like a little gross. You know, threw it out there. <laughs> nice. <laughs> I liked it. I was very, I was very cathartic, and I again, it was earned. Her, her brother's gone. It was after her brother dies, right? Yeah. Yes. Yes. He's, he's yeah. like, uh, he's like, you can't stay here. Or you'll die. She's like, I just died. You know how it felt like? It felt like yeah. that. Yeah. Rip me. Yeah, it's a little, it's a little bit of like an Arnold Schwarzenegger line, you know, from like a Commando. But I, 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 I was fine with it. I thought it was it was pretty. It was well executed. She was very good. Yeah, I was into it. And you have a brief, and this you have a brief part where all of a sudden the island starts because while she's away, one of the Ultron bots hits a button, and then the the land switches and Darth now is shooting down to Earth, and this right. is, it doesn't take very long before Tony and Thor do their thing and split the entire island in, in pieces to yeah, stop. You it. got Vision saving Wanda during during all that where he's flying uh-huh. through all the debris. It's pretty cool. Oh, uh, that that's that's foreshadowing for other later movies. Yep, sure is sets up. Sets up the couple. And then you have Hulk sitting in the plane and you have Matt trying to talk to him. She's like, Hulk, you got to turn off your stealth mode. We can't track you. And then he's like, he just ends the communication. And then you Hulk goes uh-huh. away. And that's the last yep. you see of Hulk for years until you get the yep. Ragnarok. Going to Sakaar. That's it. I don't yeah. remember why he goes there, but he goes there. And hey, don't worry. The movie doesn't tell us. So. <laughs> no, I, don't, I don't think it does, does it? No, it just it he just shows up. I... Yeah, Hulk Hulk decides no, I cannot hurt the people I love and he's in control enough of Hulk. I always read that as like I need to go somewhere and get control, right? May, and maybe yeah. I'll come back, maybe not, but he knows he cannot be there right now. He's like oh. I'm too dangerous, I'm too volatile. No, and I don't and, care how much I how much the script says I should love you, Black Widow. <laughs> I really I, I really go. do like the scene where the last Ultron bot has escaped and is standing on this like random forest and vision comes down to him and they have that little talk right before he just blows the shit out of him. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I did like that. Talking about how they're never going to destroy themselves. He was basically doing them a favor. It's like, yeah, something's not beautiful because it lasts. Yeah. And then he it tells him how, how naive he is. Well, I was just born yesterday. Which is <laughs> such a lovely line. And he also <laughs> even says, you know, Paul, you know, he goes, vision's like humans are odd, you know, but, like it's almost like two superior beings conversing over mm-hmm. these, over over their ideologies of you know getting Ultron thinking, but they're worthless. They need to go. And like you said, it's a beautiful line. He's like, nothing. You know, things aren't beautiful because they last. You know, or something along those lines. Like eventually they're gonna destroy themselves. And Vision knows this. Vision's like, yeah, they probably will, but they don't need to go right now, right? Because again, he's on the side of life. It's, does you don't get to hasten that. And um, anytime Vision's on screen, I I love. I I think he is so good and so interesting. And he's not he doesn't have a lot of screen time, obviously, but every scene he's in is fantastic. And he he just finally and then Ultron just rushes him because that's what the program <laughs> says to do. He's got to rush him. <laughs> go out with the bang. He's not going to sit there and get destroyed. And Vision just mind stone zaps him, and that's the end of that. 
And then Hawkeye shows up at his farm and kisses his wife. And she didn't know he was alive because he didn't know what a cell phone was. But he never called her. Like, uh, uh, there's that scene you can tell where she didn't know he was coming. I'm like thinking to myself, wouldn't you call her? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's a good point. Hey, I mean, son, son instant training his trip home. She's probably a little worried. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, Hey, hon, I uh, wait till you hear about the day I had today. I mean, look, I was on the city. It took off. I yelled at a witch. Look, it's a lot. It's a lot to take in. Maybe we'll go to dinner tonight and then we'll do that. So when that scene started, I, I started to write in my notes that little Nathan Barton's middle name is probably Pietro now. It is. And I, yeah, I mean, actually, it's on the bib. They show later on that it says Pietro. Aw, that's, that's Aww. I didn't catch that. And I didn't until I read Easter eggs either, so. Don't feel bad. <laughs> I, I don't. <laughs> Good. And then, and then, then you get to see the new Avenger facility, which I like. I like this, the new building that they get a lot. I'm a big fan of this. Mm-hmm. Is this the same one we're going to see in Ant-Man? Yes. Okay. I forgot about that scene. Oh, my bad. <laughs> I know. I'm a little upset right now because it would have came in that movie completely almost blind. Damn you. All right. But yes. Yes, it is. And this, I, I like it. Where you have Tony and them talking and Tony's like, hey, the Avengers are yours. I'm done. I got to go. Thor's like, hey, I got to go figure out what's going on with those Infinity Stones because, you know, Loki <laughs> talked to me. I mean, that's not in the line, but that's in the in the legion scene. And you see him leave. So he takes off. Oh, now I see the bib. So he takes off. Iron Man takes off and you just have Captain America and Black Widow and Selvig is there and and they're like, okay, we got the new team to show you. And I, I do like this little scene where it shows you the new team, which is Black Widow, Vision, War Machine, Falcon, Captain America. I forget somebody. Falcon. 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 You know why you forgot? He's not in the movie. Like this is his only <laughs> appearance. Two parts. Oh, no, two parts. Right. He's. Where did he come from? Like, why was why was he sitting at home doing nothing while this while this entire city was plummeting towards Earth? <laughs> I know I Let me guess. How much he, did he get thing. cut out? A ton of this one too. I guess. I don't. I don't know, but that's possible. I was wondering why he didn't. He could at least showed up like, hey, grab some civilians. Something so simple. But they're like, no, 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 no. We don't got time for that. He's, he's chasing out leads on the, the missing persons case. And I guess. The other thing so, we. Two things I want to mention. One, uh, Scarlet Witch's costume in the very end of this movie is much closer to her real costume. And I really like it. Mm-hmm. it cool. Also, Falcon's costume has more red in it, mm-hmm. too. But the thing that we have to mention, there is something wrong in the very <laughs> brief second where Scarlet Witch like comes down. It's like, kind of like teleporting down almost. You can see her face and there's something wrong with the CG. Yeah. It doesn't look like Elizabeth Olsen. It looks like someone else. Really? I just figured if there was the angle that they're shot at it, definitely. Like, I had to rewind and, like, that looked Really? Like I didn't notice this. I gotta mm-hmm. watch it again now. How I have, the, I have the image right in front of my face, which, so, I was gonna say, what's your email, but I don't want to do that over here, but, so, yeah. <laughs> I'll send it to you afterwards when we get done recording. But, yeah, you can see exactly what we're talking about. Oh, a couple quick things that I want to mention that was deleted from this movie. There, apparently, there was a Captain Marvel scene that was supposed to be in this movie, too. Whoa. A very oh. brief one showing that she existed. Wow. Okay. So I mean, yeah. they deleted a ton of shit. Wow. Okay. Which I mean, I'm okay with that, but there's there is there you could you can tell there was stuff missing from this movie. Yeah, I remember when I first when I first saw this, I I was really bummed out. And again, if you remember from two hours ago, it was two in the morning. I did not. I was tired. Everyone was tired. And I remember we <laughs> seeing this last thing, and it's just forgive me if I'm wrong. I think you just rattled them off, but so we end up with so we lose Hulk. Tony Stark, we lose Thor, and we lose Hawkeye. Those mm-hmm. guys aren't coming back. They're like, they're Dunsky. We add, so we end up with Captain America, who I didn't really like that much at the time. We end up with Black Widow, 
who I thought was elite, one of the least interesting characters in the MCU. Scarlet Witch, who are you? War Machine, who are you? Falcon, who are you? And Vision, you're new. I, you walk away with like, this Avengers team stinks. I walked away <laughs> like, these guys, why do we, I remember, I remember specifically saying this, we now have the B squad. Like, why all the cool characters, like Thor and Iron Man and Hulk, like, these are the core. They're all gone. And then I think, like, did their contracts expire? Like, are they, like, no longer going to do these movies? So I re- I remember hating it at the end. Now, in hindsight, it makes more sense. People come back, et cetera, et cetera. But it's a very strange choice to present these people as, like, the new Avengers. Because nobody really knows who they are. Maybe as a group, they've had a total of 20 minutes screen time. Like, not much. Again, this was a Black Widow, of, you know, Black Widow, Hawkeye, and Bruce Banner movie, really. I mean, that's those are the emotional core of this. And, yeah. So I remember hating this ending. Now I think, now I, I can't divorce myself from knowing what goes comes next. Okay, but. I... I was wrong. It wasn't Fox that didn't let them have Quicksilver. Apparently, as I'm look, I found all the deleted scenes I've been posting in chat. A scene was shot of Quicksilver surviving his wounds, as well as footage of him in a new costume at the new Avengers facility, in case Disney overruled Joss Whedon's decision to kill him. Oh, off. wow. Okay. Well, fuck you, Joss Whedon. Dick fuck move, you. Joss. Because you know what? I don't even. You know, I like this movie more, but I don't like you anymore. So. <laughs> wow. Yeah, well, you know, hey, I, I can't begrudge a guy for making a creative decision. Like I, I Hawkeye. Yeah. I like Hawkeye. He doesn't need to be in this movie. Well, I like him now. I like oh, him quite a bit. Also, they're like right in the very end after you see the Avengers, he goes, Avengers! And he just stops talking. He was supposed to say Avengers Assemble, but Josh Whedon yeah. would not put it in the movie. Yep. Really? I yeah, was waiting they, for Assemble. They, they wouldn't even let uh, Chris Evans record that line because he didn't want them to use it. So I don't think we actually hear Avengers Assemble until the end of Endgame. Yep. Wait a minute. So I wait. was like, when we get there. <laughs> I, I, so, so, wow. So he just decided, no, we cannot have this line. Don't even say it. Don't even think it. Don't write it in the script. Wow. So what does oh. he say? He says, he says Avengers something. And then it okay. cuts the credits. Yeah. He wow. He to say Avengers and you just stop. I guess it's kind of silly. Time. I mean, they're all assembled. Like, it's yeah, not- it <laughs> what again? Imagine that. That'd be a, that'd be a terrible Joss Whedon ending. If like you go, Avengers assemble, and they all kind of smoosh together a little closer, and then boom, cut to credits. Uh, and speaking <laughs> of suck. the deleted scenes, there, that, I found a thing, and there's a couple here that were missing. Uh, Thor and Eric Selvig, when they go to the water site, they are greeted by a Norn, some 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 princess or something or some some something who possesses Thor and answers Selvig questions through him. The Norn tells Selvig that Ultron has the Mind Stone, one of the six Infinity Stones, completely missing. And Tom Hiddleston shot a cameo as Loki in Thor's dream. That's what I thought about earlier. We didn't reveal to even, we even had a little reference to the fact that he's taken the throne, which was Tom's doing his Anthony Hopkins impression when Thor right. says, oh, what would father say? Then Tom does his Hopkins impression and Thor's like, that is uncanny. It's sort of like his subconscious telling him that Loki wasn't imitating his father, but he would never make that connection. But yeah. so there, so again, more scenes of what happened Thor Dark World and should have been, both those should have been in the movie. And another one that's really important to me, Von Strucker walks into his jail cell and is killed by an off-screen Ultron that they completely uh, skipped. Okay. And there's a scene of Maria Hill and Captain America talking about it that was also cut out. Well, we can't see people die. We've already established that. Man of so Steel ruins, ruins people die. Silver. <laughs> just quicksilver yeah just quicksilver yeah just this just, young kid like just waiting's like nah 
Interesting. So, imagine that actor. Good. Imagine the actor actually putting on that suit and like laying there and doing those scenes and having the. Oh man, I might. I might be an Avenger movie. This is a series. This is a franchise. This is a steady paycheck. No, 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 no. You know what? Forget it. I'm gonna keep Hawkeye. You know, you're done. Sorry, this sucks. And we have one last thing to mention about the movie before we go to shelf for box. We have the after credit scene. Oh yes, nothing to build back scene. in. There, yeah, you're right. There is no after credit scene. I stayed and there was nothing. Me too. In the theater at two in the morning. I remember being really pissed off. My wife's like, what are we doing here still? What are we I've doing done here? One midnight release and it was from Matrix Reloaded and I hated every second of it. Not fun. Like, They're not good. Because you went the movie's fine, one but... Well, it's funny because I, I remember sitting there in the chair and everyone's leaving. You know, it's opening weekend, so we don't know. No one really knows. And... We're sitting there, and even my friend didn't leave. I don't know what he was doing. He should have been like, guys, no, we should go. There's no end credits. We, I already know this. But he knew. He let me sit there. And my wife at the end was like, she's saying, oh, God, really? Come on. What are we sitting here for? I'm like, it's more of a movie. It's going to be an end credit scene. And there's other people. <laughs> an end credit scene. You're no longer friends with him anymore? No, no. We're, we're dear friends. I still go <laughs> see movies with him. And and the, just, just that's it. The Avengers will return. My wife turns to me. She's like, she was so pissed. Talk <laughs> about again how... So. Marvel has ruined all movie credits because, like, everyone stays to the end of every movie now just in case. <laughs> it's really, it's really what you have to do at this point. But there are some glorious ones. Anyway. And uh, the, the after so, credit scene is Thanos shows up. He's like, I'll do it myself. And he grabs the gauntlet. Yeah, it's like which, four seconds long. Yeah, yep. which doesn't mean anything to us for another ten, nine movies? Nine movies, I think? Yeah. yeah, and guess what I said when I saw that? Ooh. Who? Yeah. Who's that? Who's the purple guy? I don't know. He's got a got a gauntlet. That's great. What does that mean to anybody? And then, of course, people in the audience are like, oh, oh. I was. I know. That's all right. <laughs> I, I respect that. I just didn't have any frame of reference. But yeah, uh, that's the end. That's the mid credit scene. And then fade yeah. to black. Go to your cars. Head home. Go to sleep. It's two in the morning. For me, it was turn off the TV and get go for a swim and get ready to record this because I just finished this this morning. <laughs> oh, did you? Oh, yeah, I, I had a long night last night and I didn't get around to it and I, so I've had, I forced myself to watch it this morning. Awesome. Shall we uh, shelf for box? We should shelf for box. And Mike, since you were the champion about this movie and the whole reason you're even <laughs> on this, ended up doing this with me and everything else that happened afterwards, why don't you uh, you go first? Well, it's nice to know that I wasn't wrong all this, all this time. <laughs> like... If, if you guys haven't figured it out but through through me gushing through this whole episode, I'd love this movie. Like, even even last night, it's like, oh, man, it's such a fun ride. Humor lands almost all the time. Probably solid 85-90%, I would say. 50% of and the time? Every time. All the time, yeah. <laughs> Over that like the, the, the action's great. It uh, It's nice to see Hawkeye get some love and all that, but uh, it's good. It's awesome. If like, if you're one of those people that, that hated this movie or talks down on it, give it another watch. You might be surprised. Like, uh, I think we're about to hear two other people say. But it is going on the <laughs> shelf, of course. Okay. I mean, I already knew that. Uh, Bill, <laughs> what about you? Oh, this is a shelf. I, this is awesome. I, you know, and I'm so pleasantly surprised when, when, my, when my preconceived notions are shattered. You know, I do like that. I like when something I didn't like very much becomes something I really, really dig. And even if it's something I really liked, I don't like. It's interesting to see how that change happens. This is an extremely effective bridge movie. This this is this has to do a lot of work, like I said at the open, and it handles nearly everything very well. You know, has some has some bumps, right? I I, I don't like the Black Widow, you know, Hulk relationship. 
I really hope the idea was that you know she was just manipulating him all along to help him grow as a as a monster. I don't think so. But the action is fine. They do it's very varied and interesting. They they do a lot with um, Ultron, who is an excellent villain. And again, I thought that five years ago, and I still think that now. Um, the performances are good. Yeah, it's got some hiccups, but man, I really enjoyed my time with it, and I'm very glad I can say it goes on the shelf. And I apologize to you, Hawkeye. <laughs> I apologize. I, I really do sincerely apologize for all the bad things I've said about you over the last how many podcasts now? Ten? I don't know. I said yeah, some mean things, and I'm sorry. Movie. I, 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 don't, I don't love this movie, but I, I really, really enjoyed it, and I'm very glad I uh, – this show allowed me to see it again because I would have spent the rest of my life saying, ah, the Ultra movie is not very good. <laughs> now I can, be on, I can be on Michael's side and say, you know what? Damn good movie. So shelf yeah. it is. I'll, I'll go last. I'm actually like I I have been talking shit about this movie for months at this point, and I had I had watched it when I first got Disney Plus in November, in December of 2019, I want to say, or January, and I'm like, eh, you know, it's okay. I didn't really enjoy it. I thought it, I hadn't seen it in theaters, and so I came into the movie not expecting much. I had low hopes, and I'm watching. I'm like, huh, I, I'm entertained. Huh, I'm, I'm I want to know what's going What what the hell? I'm enjoying myself. And as I kept watching the movie, I realized like this ain't so bad like it's kind of depressing at times but it's meant to be it's setting up things that are going to come but overall it's an enjoy i enjoyed it as a movie i actually enjoyed it more than the first avengers in this in this watch through of all these movies and i that i i i don't understand that part <laughs> just baffles me to all the no end so yeah i'm really glad i watched it it's going on the shelf and i will be strangely recommending it to people now and i i don't know why so That's yeah awesome <laughs> Makes yeah, happy. I know uh, Michael's probably not... like, yes, vindication. <laughs> not what I expected, not at all. Yeah, cause, like for I think we kind of been joking. We talked about a little bit before, like when we first started this MCU thing. I got Bill to sign up for me, and I'm like, hmm, I need a third person. And then Mike was like, well, when you do Agent Ultra, I'm like, well, why don't you join us? And because of Agent Ultron, he ended up doing eleven of these so far with us, with only ele- eleven to go. No, twelve to go. Okay. Oh God, we're not even halfway. Oh, well, we are. <laughs> no, nope, we are not. We're not halfway yet, but and no, even uh, less so because all the movies get super long from here. Well, Couple of actually, them no, like you know, Guardians isn't very long. Ant Man is short. I was looking at the run times of all these things. Ant Man is like a that's like a breakfast snack. Well, Ant Man, <laughs> that's our next movie for next what episode. Ant Man. Oh, that's right. Look at that. <laughs> Segway. <laughs> not a hundred seventeen like minutes. Oh. That's not bad. Okay, that we need to wrap up this. We need to wrap up this podcast. So look, stay tuned for Ant Man. And if you like the show, we've done ten other MCU movies. So check those out because they need more love and they're good and they're fun and we get really good at doing this after a while. So and if you like those, check out also our games. My mom fun. So we have games episodes we do every week. We even do mini episodes every so often. There's at least one published at this time that I'm aware of. By the time you hear this, maybe more. We do a few comic episodes. We do just random shit all the time. Like we did Percy Jackson for God's sake. Which is definitely published by this point. So check all those out (laughs) and the movie. (laughs) So listen to all those episodes. Check us out. You can follow us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. I'm constantly posting images and letting people know what's coming out. If you like our intro and outro, courtesy of Bulby, aka Mike Stoney from ZP Bite the Bullet, song is cool as good squat. You can check him out. You can find the link into his channel, the YouTube channel, in the show notes. I want to thank Bill and Mike for sitting through with eleven movies of so far with me of this shit. Oh yeah. Indeed, no problem. Good so, times. We will see you guys all next week. Remember, Bye, everybody. If you put a hammer in an elevator and send it up. That doesn't mean the elevator's worthy. <laughs> <laughs> uh, thanks a lot, guys.